How's it going, everybody? I'm AJ. Welcome to Geeks Rants About. In this episode, we're going to be ranting about the Nicolas Cage critically praised movie, Pig. With me, of course, is Darren. What's up? Heath. How's it going? And special guests, one of our favorite shows, Feels Like the First Time Podcast, Jacob and Emily. Hey, guys doing? Oh, hi hey, guys. thanks for yeah, having us. We're great. We're so excited to talk about this movie. Yeah, well, anything Nicolas Cage. Crazy yes. excited to talk about it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to address the, let's call it the elephant in the room. For Whoa. weeks now, we've been trying to get this episode done for a while now. It's just schedules have just been crazy. Yeah. And this life, entire time, Darren has life. been hyping up <laughs> his ability to smash anybody when it comes to Hamilton trivia because Darren doesn't like a lot of things. Suplex. Doesn't like a lot of good things. But the one <laughs> thing he loves is Hamilton. And PB&Js. And PB&Js. <laughs> I had my first PB&J in college. That. Wait. You oh my god, what? Oh That's my a whole god. conversation to itself. <laughs> unhappy childhood. Dude, the reason we started a podcast <laughs> is she hasn't seen any movies. Like any life experience she missed out on should not be a surprise. But my she mom saw Jurassic didn't Park like, for the first time. My mom last didn't year. like pe- oh, or my man. mom doesn't like peanut butter. So we didn't I, that wasn't a thing that I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I'll have a I'll have a ham sandwich. That's crazy. I've been getting like experimental with my PB and J's. I've been getting strawberry jam, peach jam. I had a banana on there before. <clears throat> Not jalapeno great. strawberry. But yes. have you ever had I'll, I'll peanut butter? Whoa, hold up. Hold the phone. Have you ever had peanut butter on a hamburger? No. No. It's so good. I'd be down to try. I've had I've had peanut butter and marshmallow. Like a, what was that called again? Peanut butter is good on most Elvis things. Something. Yeah, it's called the Elvis for the I'm hamburger, right? Yeah. Disgusted with you guys. This, the peanut butter and jelly is like a sacred food and you're all ruining it with all your <laughs> hamburger and strawberry again, jalapeno likes, whatever. Sorry, we have bougie taste. <laughs> well, okay, what is jelly? Okay, are you grape yeah. or strawberry? Because that's a defining that's a defining statement. It's grape, right isn't it? It's grape. It's, please. Strawberry's so much better. He is stuck in his ways. Darren is like, whatever is the traditional, boring, bread and butter version, Darren is about it's that. Literally but he bread loves and himself butter. some no, Hamilton. No, no. Bread and peanut butter. Is what we've already said this. <laughs> sure. Bread and peanut butter and then also a jelly. Touché, you have, you right? have the diet of my one-year-old kid. He smashes peanut butter and toast. That is oh most God. of his meals. I do love Good peanut kid. butter and toast. Confession, I don't like PB&J's. Yeah. So. Whoa. Well, I, I don't understand how you can not Hot like take. it. I can understand you not having it, but not liking it. Like, I don't like you anymore. I used to like you, and now I don't. <laughs> We're going to fight, Darren. <laughs> well, have you guys beat. can fight, because we have ourselves a Hamilton trivia off. Let's go. I, oh, shit. We'll keep this whoa, relatively whoa, 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 short. Whoa. I have three questions each. Yes. Okay, scaling okay. up in difficulty, naturally. <laughs> Uh, You're so hyped. Oh, thanks. Come on. Come on. I'm yeah, very excited for this. Thanks for rubbing my back like I'm a Come boxer. on, Rock. You got right. this. Thanks. Rub my back. Yeah. He's in your corner. You got this. Rub yes. my back, Heath. Do it. What? Uh, okay. I got you. Why are you taking his shirt off? Just rip. <laughs> ASMR <laughs> hand shit right yeah. now. Are you touching yeah. his butt? It's deep massage, okay? You got to get in there real deep. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Is it like that cupping stuff that you see? Like yes. People cupping. Do? Cupping is ruined for me. For what, Darren, Heath, me. why is cupping ruined for me? You know the movie. Can you know me? the movie. It's you know the movie. Help me the out protector. here. Just do it. Oh, okay. Yes. The movie? scene sure. where this, there's he a dude who has like wall. all those little cup things on his suction cups on his back, and then Tony John knees homeboy into the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just slides the down, and there's blood. Oh, that, oh my is that god. Ungbach? Uh, no, uh, that was the protector. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, question one. We'll start with Emily, and then we'll go to Darren, then Emily and Darren. Again, these scale up in difficulty. These aren't crazy difficult, but I just want to see who fails. In the title song, Alexander Hamilton, 
two people say the line, we fought with him. Who are the two people? It is, um, who, who is Lafayette and Lawrence? And George- Actually. Oh, is it George Washington and Lawrence? It is Mr. Lafayette and Hercules Mulligan. God damn it! <laughs> no! Not out of Lawrence, the baby. <laughs> Lawrence died for him. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Come on, Which, you does, that you anybody, does that bug anybody else that that part with the, where they announce that Lawrence died isn't in like the, the Spotify playlist? I, I think they version? just want you to cry when you go see it. Sure. That bugs my timing yeah. off so much when I'm like listening I, to the album as opposed to watching it. I feel like I appreciate the surprise of it whenever we saw it on stage. Mm-hmm. And like I had read about it, but um, yeah, it, it, you do feel a little bit robbed of that moment. But uh, just being on stage makes it a little more powerful when you hear it later. That's a good point. Know. Yeah. All right, Darren, ready for your question? Uh, yeah, it should be easy. Go ahead. Okay. AJ and Heath <laughs> agree. What's the best song? Wait for it. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Let's so go. back to Emily. But that's not, <laughs> that wouldn't be something that's that I trivia, know. That's subjective. <laughs> all right, hey. Emily, that's right. One, one to zero. Your scoreboard. The, all right, Emily, the longest song in Hamilton is? Hmm. Is it nonstop? Ding, ding, ding. She drilled that one. Nah, that's easy. That's an easy question. It, I don't, oh, that you're me all is easy my ones. favorite. All right, Darren, <laughs> what is the name of the titular character? Uh, <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Nailed it. Boom. All right, back to Emily. Oh, All right. Hey, baby. Wow. Wait, what? And this is real. What, what, what is this? <laughs> this is, he's on fire. This is I'm really good. I, I have known. I just, I know a lot about Alexander Hamilton and the trivia yeah, and the play yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. mm. I mean, okay. I got to give it to you. You really do. So... <laughs> This is all okay. just one giant flex, Darren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take cool, someone cool. into your battle arena. All right, Emily, final question. In the original Broadway cast, Jasmine, I'm going to butcher this, Safest Jones plays which Skylar sister? She plays Aunt Peggy. Drilled it again. Holy that, crap. <laughs> yeah, I was seriously. convinced you were going to get that one. You're but- giving her all the easy ones. Jasmine Safest Jones. That's insane. She, has, she also plays Mar- uh, Mariah in Act Two. She does. And says, yeah. it says don't Everyone say no to that. this, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Darren, final and question. Are you ready? Wait, wait. Oh, after this, I have more trivia about her because I'm obsessed. Okay. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Darren, final question. Are you ready? Yeah, it's, it's, I'll, give it, I'll give it a shot. I'm thinking of a number between one and a billion. What is it? 658. You nailed it, my friend. All right, so. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, I'm the best. I, you know, I mean, so seriously. Good job, Three up, Clearly. Down. Man. Hamilton Man. trivia. Like, okay, look, look, Emily, you come into my house and expect you're going to beat me <laughs> at Hamilton trivia? Are you kidding me? Into my disc- I created this Discord. I created this, okay? And you come in here thinking you know more about Hamilton trivia than I do? Yeah, well, enjoy the suplex, baby. Let's go. I would really like to have a rematch at some point, so... Oh, we definitely Just will. Get ready. So, that can I really drop awkward. some trivia? Uh, hey, yeah, that absolutely. Was nice. I'm actually um, genuinely curious about this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Jasmine Cephas Jones, who plays Peggy, um, she and Anthony Ramos, who plays Lawrence, um, and then he plays Philip in Act Two. They're engaged. Oh, like in real life? 
Yeah. In real yeah. life, IRL, and he happens. he plays Usnavi in um in the Heights. I almost well. broke yeah, my he's headphones. He's the lead in now. In the Heights. Yeah. It's no, super don't do that. I, yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry what? about your headphones. <laughs> oh, do you they're have fine. Earbuds in and your headphones. I'm like glad you picked that out. Yeah, We're professionals. He has Why a process. He's a psycho. As he's an yeah. as an artist, Darren has a process. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that. You you have to listen to to something and then to this. Someone's he, feeding he, him the yeah. answers in one ear while he's listening. <laughs> I knew it. He peeked behind the curtain. How dare you? Quick, abandoned ship. Do you have a, like a bunch of aloe plants in the background, Darren? <laughs> he oh. does. Speaking of background stuff, which which I he's going to need for what he would have needed for the burn if this was a fair contest. <laughs> I didn't mention to burn. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mention this uh, when we did our big uh, mega episode, but yeah. uh, I love how in the, the in your background, right, just brilliantly illuminated, you have two Emmys just hanging out. <laughs> hmm. oh, no big deal. Just, no big oh, deal. Oh, just, yeah, just like, up there. Oh, what? Just, oh yeah. Just, I don't know if you guys. Oh, those noticed. old things. Just, just decor. I don't know if you guys noticed the first place in the Pine Derby in 1996 back in my background. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, in anticipation, awesome. no, was, Darren the, had to pick was, up his flex. Those are they're, they're regional Emmys, but that's for a uh, for a TV show that I did for a couple years. How big is your Emmy? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Check the sucker out. Like Darren's trophy or is together? taller. Darren, your that's trophy fair. is taller, but our trophies are heavier. Ooh. Oh, this thing is really heavy. I can barely hold it. It's really oh, whoa, whoa, heavier yeah, and it literally your, holds your arm more is weight. Shaking. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm just because he's weak. <laughs> he's he's still he's still trying to ride that high of winning that trivia. All right, nice. Uh, oh, okay. So, Pig starring Nicolas Cage. This is uh, probably I think this is actually his highest critically acclaimed movie, at least on Rotten Tomatoes. This is darn near a hundred, and it was yeah, hundred for a little yeah, while. It, it's got it's got right now the highest uh, I guess tomato meter rating for a Cage movie. Yeah, that really? is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is another Nicolas Cage movie coming out, and they actually dropped a trailer. Yeah. So it if you guys ridiculous. want to join us. Wait, is yeah. this? Oh. Oh, the yeah. pig trailer's queued up right now. Uh, uh, go ahead and, uh, Darren, can you I think play? we're all here, yeah. Well, yeah, not yeah. this trailer. We're looking for the uh, the other trailer. What's the title of that Prisoners movie? of the Ghostland. Is that the one? I have not mm. seen this trailer yet. <gasps> Me neither. Oh, we're going to get real time. All right, listeners, so at this point, we all in real time watch the Prisoners of the Ghostland trailer. My God, we all lose our mind as we watch it. We're going to put a link to the trailer in the description. Back to our thoughts. That I looks am on board. incredible. Okay, so, oh, so, my so, God. So to ridiculous. frame this in the like to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Sir Nicholas Bar- Bartholomew Cage III. Your Lord and we, Savior. Yes. No, it, it, there's a reason that his re- subreddit is slash one true God. Um, you introduced like, that to me? I'm very not happy. A joke. That's, seriously, that is the Nicholas Cage subreddit. So, um, like, we go from Willy's Wonderland to Pig to this. I'm here for everything. Yeah. Like, 100%. So good. I, I love it. So this trailer, I, I had to write this down so I could remember to communicate to you guys. It makes me think of Tim Burton makes me think of yeah. Westworld, the TV show. Makes me think of the Dark Tower series, like yes, the yes. books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. the. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I hear yeah, it's terrible. Save your, but, save your time, save your money. Yeah, yeah. I that's that's uh, what I've heard. But um, mm-hmm. they should make it into like an HBO. Series. I feel like that would need to be a series. Like a series. series. Book series um, does cool. not need to be crammed into a movie. Agreed. Yes. Way too but, long yes. for that. But like, I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys, have you guys has anyone seen any Cian Sono movies or am I like the only? Uh, one? Not off the top of my head. I need to look them up. Okay, uh, I I haven't shown you, uh, but uh, he's uh, oh no, what what, what just got sent? Send, uh... I don't know, something got sent. 
Darren, what are you doing? I, I, I sent the top post from r slash one true god. It's a picture of, of Independence Cage. With everyone focused on the Perfect. election, I'm going to um, steal the Declaration of Independence. But uh, no, no, like, like he's uh, what was it? Was the one that got him like notoriety back in the day? Suicide Club, uh, which I saw back in college, and that's crazy. Uh, but mm-hmm. like recently. He he's kind of a batshit filmmaker. I love him. He uh, he has this four-hour movie that is literally like apparently a very affecting movie about this dude that's obsessed with. I know this sounds weird, taking upskirt photos of Japanese schoolgirls, but it's like a four-hour epic that did well at Cannes. His movies are strange. <laughs> he did another one uh, called uh, Himizu, which I really love. Uh, Guilty of Romance was pretty fantastic, but he has. Oh, these, he did Tokyo uh, he, Vampire he did series, Hotel. You mentioned that before, I think. Yeah, which I was get leading to. Uh, he yeah. he did a series on Netflix called uh, Forest of Love. Which was a two and a half hour movie, but he also did like a five hour miniseries cut. But okay. then, like right before he was supposed to do Prisoners of the Ghostland, he finished up this Amazon series called uh, Tokyo Vampire Hotel. Had a heart <laughs> oh, attack. Oh, that was it. And this movie got postponed until he got better. Yeah, that's the one I watched. So, like, the, the, the whole spoiler alert, the, and this is very indicative of his movies and how gonzo, as the quote says, that they are. <laughs> like, the whole thing uh, is about these warring vampire clans, the Dracula clan and the Corvin clan, blah, 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 whatever blade everybody's fighting. Uh, and the world's about to end. So these vampires are fighting for dominance in the, the world. And they bring every, these humans into this hotel, uh, as food. And we find out that in the basement, it's like a seven part, seven hour series on, on Amazon. We find out in the basement, there's this decrepit vampire queen, like her bottom torso is like the floor and she has this fleshy pit in front of her and they throw humans in there. They'd go into the wall and literally the whole (laughs) hotel, the whole, the whole series, mostly like 85, 90% takes place in a hotel that is literally this time space pocket that, that is protected from nuclear Holocaust. The whole hotel is the vampire. The entire series takes place. I shit you not in a vampire's vagina. What and that's sort of shit. that's Cian Sono. His stuff is Gonzo, I'm and I'm like him with Nicolas Cage. It's like the craziest, the two craziest people on the planet <laughs> collaborating, and I'm here for it. Hell yeah! Speaking of Nicolas so. Cage, uh, there was an article that just came out uh, September fifth yesterday. Uh, Nicolas Cage refuses to watch new movie where he plays neurotic, anxi- anxiety ridden Nicolas Cage. Mm. Have you heard of the unbearable weight of massive talent? Oh no, I'm sorry. That's the yeah. that's a quote randomly. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, a weight of massive talent. No. That is the title. That, that, that's yeah. the one. I'm, the one where he literally plays himself. Yes. And he's and he's like hired to like save some drug czar's czar's Played daughter. Played by or Pedro something. Pascal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Say what? He's, he's playing, playing himself. He's playing. He's playing American actor Nicolas Cage, who is looking for a new hit, <laughs> and he is hired on this. Like, it's the most meta thing outside. I told you about but between he won't worlds, watch right? It? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's saying he will not watch it. He has a quote, uh, and this is a good time to start working, workshopping my uh, Nicolas Cage impression. I'm never going to see that movie. I'm told it's a good movie. <laughs> my manager, Mike Nelson, who's also a producer on it, looked at it. He was very happy. I'm told the audience loved the movie, but it's just too much of a whacked out trip for me to go to a movie theater. Watch me play Tom Gormican's highly neurotic, anxiety-ridden version of me. <laughs> That's actually pretty damn good, AJ. Spot on, spot um, on. It, it reminded me, like, honestly, that impression reminded Did you guys ever see that? Uh, I think it was, like, Funny or Die, that thing where it's, like, Nicolas Cage yes, will take any role. I love yeah, that his agent. 
He's like, you're a tasteless asshole. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's a movie about a dog. I'm in. Okay, why don't you let me finish what I'm... <laughs> it's a I sequel, Schindler's it. Fist. I think oh, they do. No. <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> yeah, there was that article. And uh, there's another article that I think you guys should be happy to hear. Uh, this one came out today, actually. It says, Nicolas Cage he will, says he will never retire from acting. Yay! Never. Okay, good. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, yeah, Nicolas Cage said... Uh, that can't happen. Referring to a retirement. To do what I do in cinema has been like a guardian angel for me, and I need it. I'm healthier Aww. when I'm working. I need a positive place to express my life experience, and filmmaking has given me that. So I'm never going to retire. Where are we now? I, where are we now? 117 movies? <laughs> he can't even I, I don't want to live in a world where there aren't new well, Nicolas Cage movies to look forward to. I, it makes me think of... Didn't Daniel Day-Lewis say he was retiring? He did retire yes, after he, Phantom Thread. He did retire. Um, so I feel like this is a delayed response to that. Eminem quit and everybody comes back. I can't stop. Yeah. So Just give him a minute and he'll come back. Literally this entire time I've been just scrolling through the top posts on r slash one true god. This is gold, dude. Oh right? <laughs> it's amazing. This is so good. I, I love you're welcome. I'm so happy that you're enjoying it. <laughs> typically now we save our questions. Good. I'm now subscriber one hundred and eighty five thousand two hundred and seventy six. So because the fans are our uh, Instagram <laughs> questions for the end of the episode, but I guess now's a great time to ask it. Uh Levi Shu asks what is your favorite Nicolas Cage movie slash Nicolas Cage moments? And since we're in the topic of Nicolas oh. Cage, what are some of your favorite movies? Nick Cage movies. Darren, I know you have one because you have the one. I talk about it all the time. You have Master two? one and two. Yes. Okay, I'll give them to you. Sure. <laughs> I have a soft spot for I would probably agree, though. <laughs> Gone in 60 Seconds is Thank dope, you, dude. I, I At like least that. some people no, that know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You and I are the same. You, uh, me, hmm. same. Hmm. You have Gone owl plants. It, it, it's Any cool. movie with uh, Angelina Jolie with cor- uh, with like dreads is okay with me. <laughs> it's like, what's better, having sex or stealing cars? Both. That's how you play cards. Emily, yeah. Emily, are you are you as bummed as I am that they still haven't released when the, uh, number three? Like, uh, what's on page forty seven? You know, I'm still bummed about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally not. You have no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. No, 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 I have there, no idea nobody else about. gives a crap. Forty seven. <laughs> Tell me, to yeah. like. Oh, I thought you were a fan. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> were you talking about Nicolas Cage? No, like, I, I've kind of pulled her along. What this. I'm there's saying a, is, there's at a the end cliffhanger two, at the end of part two of National Treasure. I, which I've actually never seen, surprisingly. It's really? Fine. Wait, it's, you've never did, did you like the first own, one? I own it, but I, I own both of them, but I've only. Yeah, yeah I like the first one. We're going to do an this, episode. It, on. Then it's the second That's one. Good. Okay. Yeah. They do. It's fine. I, that's it's what I've heard. Totally I've heard it's fine. the same movie. No, I just went along with it because I thought we were doing a bit, but it's an actual thing. So now I'm like. Darren likes three things: <laughs> National ash- Treasure, PB and J, Hamilton, and that's, that's it. it. That's I noticed it, yeah, I didn't include his it. wife and son well, and on that list. Yeah. <laughs> and and Yay! no, and Inside. He doesn't like other oh movies. He just likes Inside. We love Inside. I've watched it six times. It Jake is, has it watched is, it like I've, sixteen. I've times. seen it nine times so okay. far. I've I can count how many times I've listened to the album. It's it's my number one it, movie yeah, of the year still my, right now. My go to listen, and, and I, I do co- count it as a movie. I um with one of my too. bands, I cover um that funny feeling on Uke. 
It's great. I'm trying great to. Song. She did. She did a great the, job at it. I'm trying to at the end of the year be on the top point one percent of listeners for Bo Burnham on Spotify. <laughs> nice. And, and that's nice. my goal. Yay! Last, that was me last year with My Chemical Romance. Oh my god! I love you. <laughs> yeah, Yay, that's cool. we're she's, best friends. She's crazy emo Yay. chick. She's great. Oh my god! I literally here. like on the way home today. I was going home from dinner. I listened to My Chemical Romance and Blink One Eighty Two and uh, Green Day. You, you texted about Green Day today. Green Day. Green Day released a new song today. Did you guys see that? Oh what? shit! No, what? I have to. They look. released a cover of uh, "I Want to Rock and Roll All Night" by Kiss. They covered that oh, okay. song live, okay. and they released they released it as a single on Spotify. Interesting. It's pretty solid. It yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right. So favorite Nicolas Cage movies? Uh, Dar- <laughs> he said he has soft spot for Gone in sixty seconds. Which hey. Eleanor, hashtag Eleanor. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love I love Con Air. That one's a huge. That will I will never not watch Con Air if it's on. I just love AJ trying so hard to keep us on the rails. I know. <laughs> that's why, I was that's just part of wanting that too. As, as the host, uh, that's my job. That's why the, great job. the next mega uh, get together, I don't want to host because I want to be part of the shenanigans. Yeah, no, no. Yes. I get that. I totally get um, that. I totally forgot um, we were even talking about Nicolas Cage. Me too. Good, good <laughs> okay, job. So, yeah, remember yeah. we're reviewing Pig? <laughs> oh, we are? So, oh, wait. Okay. Okay. So, so oh, yeah. Shit. Everybody else go. Who, like, favorite? I, I really don't know. We already oh, went. So. so Con Air, we always watch on Jake's birthday. Okay, that movie takes place on my birthday. He's like, I'm going to see oh. my daddy on July 14th. That's my birthday. I stood up that's in the theater so in 1997. I was like, that's my fucking birthday. So yeah, <laughs> I, I watch it every year on so my birthday because it's my birthday movie. Even if we're not um, rot- watching, it's playing in the, the background. Yeah, because I've um, seen it so many times. Uh, I don't, I guess I would have to say now Pig is my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think. I think it's a, mm. for me it's the best thing that he's done that I've seen. I gotta let I gotta let that marinate a little bit for me. I, I see the, let pro- that one the, 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 the problem is as, as I always say when people are like what's your favorite movie I'm like you want me to pick one so yeah, uh, yeah. because I always can whatever you really like. I like it's to celebrate the I like to celebrate uh, what I call the Nicolas Cage Prison Break quadrilogy, which is Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, and I do count Drive oh, yeah, Angry because he breaks fun. out of hell. Um, <laughs> that uh, Con Air is my birthday movie. Uh, face Off is one of my all time favorites. But I love if, Face if Off. You're, if you're putting a gun to my head, I'm I, I'm gonna go with The Rock. I have to. The, the Rock, rock yeah. is fantastic. So yeah, that, that, that over, would that would be over Mandy. Ha- Fuck. I know. Okay. Mandy's fantastic. How much do you guys curse uh, on this podcast? Well, it's rated R. Go nuts. Okay, okay, okay um, good. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I have trouble being PG. Uh, yeah, you're We're right. We're not PG. Oh, either shit. Good. The problem is when I get, it's kind of like a uh, pretentious or elitist like mentality. I'm like, I want to say, I'm like, yo, I love Pig, but I'm like, it's too new. I need to let it settle over time. And Mandy's still kind of new, so I have trouble doing it. But yeah, Mandy, my, Mandy's just so brilliant and Mandy influential to me. Mandy inspired part of this film we're going to make. So I would oh, have yeah, to say was, it like sort of lives like a, in your subconscious and like yeah, occupies I, a great part of your brain. I'm probably so, too obsessed with that. Oh, I want to go, okay. It's, it's Mandy. probably oh, Mandy. The, it's it's Mandy. Mandy. It's Mandy. Mandy's it's a Mandy. great pick. I loved Mandy. I was taken so off guard by Mandy. I'm very, I'm very. I haven't seen it yet. Which, Mandy. which I'm curious. It's uh, all on we, Amazon, I think, or was yeah. it on Amazon? Yeah, I think it is still. Uh, that which, was another which movie can... I fell asleep during and kept waking Aww. up. And I'm like, yeah, what the heck isn't... is happening? Well, the, you know, okay, we've never sat down to <laughs> watch it together. She's been laying on the couch while I watch it and like just sort of dozing in and out. So it's not like let's watch it and she falls asleep to, to give her credit. But um, if uh, like we talked about this in our episode we recorded for Pig, like I think thematically pig and mandy make fantastic companion like a, their companion pieces would, which would make a really good double feature because of mm-hmm. i mean essentially they're both movies about loss and grief so but you know that's mm-hmm. cart before the horse we'll get there uh i got you yeah mandy i love mandy too much uh, i feel I bad i don't want to dethrone the rock 
I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. And I, I'm a huge, I'm very against like, oh, what's your favorite? Because it, literally yeah, yeah. hour by hour, my favorite of anything changes. Yeah, so, depends on when you ask me. We talked about this today and nearly every time we podcast because I, I cannot pick I a love top too many anything because it just all right. floats around and everything. Genres are a thing too, right? And so genres, <laughs> I have are. a top favorite, but then that's always shifting. So I can. And yeah. sometimes favorite is not the same as best. I'll be like, this is the best, very but true. I like this one more. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I mean, I can objectively say yeah. like like I we we just did one on the game where we were talking about like Fincher movies. I'm like if you like objectively, I'd be like Zodiac is probably his best film, but not my favorite. Sure. But you know, seven AJ, Seven's I my feel favorite. like I feel like Fight we need Club. a signal because no, Jake no, no, no. and I tangent so much. Literally, we <laughs> we talked about it's musical theater during fine. our talk about the game for a third. We like, did, yeah, a third of the episode for, we're not like, talking most about the movie. Of it, we went from like. Uh, MGM leading men to yeah. rent to which was a whole thing <laughs> to talking about our viewing of rent like we just did this whole thing where I was like oh we're it talking about good. the game oh no this has nothing to do with musical theater. as long as we're so. entertaining here's the thing we're none of us like Darren is always a big proponent for this none of us are experts in any of this yeah, stuff and so right. you don't have to always be you know giving like information and stuff like that but as long as you're entertaining and that's and what yeah. we yourself. are. Well, that's kind of our well, core. Well, for it, well, it, it was kind of weird because uh, I, I I kind of brought this up when we were recording our episode for Pig. With like, this is the first time we've done anything that would be considered a new release. We've done films that yeah. have come out in the past like five, ten years, and not they're not always classics. But generally, like, it's revisiting things that it's like, oh, how have you not seen this? Even if it's like a few years removed, yeah. but never like in the year it's come out, and it's. It was it's, always in the cards for me to watch this movie with Jake, but I, well, yeah, I just duh. happened to be out of town when it but, came out, and Jake watched with another yeah, one of our it. friends. Mm -hmm. um, and um, then, like, it, it was just perfect timing for us to watch again, and then, mm -hmm. like, which is so know, yeah, it, it just it, it worked out. I love it when a plan comes together, but like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I, 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 when we were creating, feels like the first time, uh, like we were, we never wanted to be a review podcast because I don't feel like the, a lot of the movies we talk about because they're not new. There's really nothing that we can lend to the conversation that hasn't already been talked about. So we're just except like, from you say, our we're own experience. You know, like, it's very just which is so subjective and it's so and it's really just how you and I talk when we talk about movies or things we like. Yeah. We're just recording it. Yeah, so. we talk about the game and rant in the same breath, and it makes. <laughs> no, sense I mean, I think that's how all podcasts. I think you did it the right way, and that's why we don't really have a traditional review. I say review pig, like we don't we don't do uh, traditional reviews uh, for anything that we do, and like we have a. Uh, a show that we're actually we're doing again with, with Halloween, uh, Does It Hold Up, where we just recap the movie and just poke fun at it the entire time. We talk mm -hmm. about parts that made us laugh. Uh, we look at things objectively as in like, wow, this thing that happened, like we did Mortal Kombat 1995. And yeah, we're just like laughing at Liu Kang's hair. And, like, <laughs> I love amazing. that. No, no, no. Your, your, your geeks rant, your Does It Hold Up, Does It Still Suck? Like, I like I, lo I love those. Like, they're like, because those are considered, I guess, for you guys, like separate from like your main episodes, right? Yeah, Correct. we have our main yeah, show. I, yeah. I, love, I love that shit because they're all like different but similar and like I, I, same, I said this the other different, night. I literally was just telling her. I'm like, I'm like, I listen to your guys' show, and I just find myself like talking back, like, oh, they can't hear me, but I just feel like I, I want to be in the room just talking about shit with friends. So, he like, wants I love to that. be in the room where it happens. And she brought hey, it back hey. together. Ah. We'll I want that. To, anytime we feed a line to like that, I want that I'm gonna bring it up. up. I'm gonna do it. I'm just um, playing vibe. I'm just setting it up. You spike now, it. It's fine. Uh, AJ, just to bring you back to Nicolas Cage, no, our, uh, Jake's Lord and Savior. Nice um, I love him so thank much. You. I well, can't help it. I, I think you you wanted to know our favorite moments, right? Like, oh, yeah, that was the question moments. too. Was like, what are your, yeah. some of your favorite Nicolas Cage moments? I guess the isms 
I of Nicolas Cage. Literally yesterday, after we watched Pig, like right before we jumped back into our podcast, I was like, and and this is not a visual medium that we're presenting this in, but we're on Discord, so you guys can see. <laughs> yeah, me. it's all good. Like I, I literally made this face to Jake, and I said, "Would you still love me if I? Do you still love me even though I look like Nick Cage most of the time?" And I was like. And she did the kiss, kiss the vampire face. Like, <laughs> which uh. I love. So that meme, that gif, that's my favorite Nicolas Cage expression. Yeah. Because, and I love to try to to capture those. Like, as mm-hmm. as an actor, like I really <laughs> admire actors who just have such control over their expressions. Like, I aspire to be like that. Like mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, Nicolas Cage. Who else yeah. are we thinking? Uh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio is one too that you don't often and think about Jake was showing me all these stills from um, Wolf of Wall Street where his expression mm. just yeah, like, changes like how he can just like so manipulate much. the look of his um, face so is... t- I, I like to try to copy those moments so that's something that yeah. sticks out to me that's a Nick Cage yeah, for, moment for that me, I just love just like for me as much as I want to <laughs> go with like put the bunny back in the box or, or you know what in the name of Zeus's butthole or any of any other or, or the chainsaw fight in Mandy I, I am gonna have to go What's with Vampire's that? Kiss the one she's talking about where he's just yeah. like you know, I'm a vampire. It's, I still haven't seen that. <laughs> that though. movie is batshit. Like I, I can't that? describe there, it. Get another episode. I, well, there you go. <laughs> in in Con Air, whenever he's like orchestrating the thing in the airport, and he like yells something really crazy. What is that? What? You know what I'm talking about? Or it might be The Rock. I think it's The Rock. Yell something. There's. Is it that, that, that narrows person? it down. That's right. how Nicolas Cage yelled. I know, <laughs> right? Well, no, 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 you're throwing okay. me off with the <laughs> airport. There's a bomb. There's a bomb, and he's That's yelling. fucking bomb. face off. Is it is face it? off? It's face off. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like, whenever off. there's like a choir, and oh, he's yeah. like, what you, he's, he's like, ah, oh yeah, when he goes up and grabs the choir girl's ass, that's my That's one of my favorite Nick Cage moments. Yeah. I remember Dude, as a little like, kid, whatever year it came out, I remember watching it with my aunt. My aunt is she's my aunt is genuinely in love with Nick Cage. I remember asking her what what what's that, and she's like, "Don't worry about it." And I'm like, "Okay." And I hung, I hung on to that for years. It's like, AJ, I can't understand that's when okay. I'm older. I want you to take a minute and think about this. We got The Rock in 1996. In 1997, we got both Face Off and Con Air. It was, <laughs> that was a good a great damn time. time. <laughs> that was a great time to be a Dude, Nick Cage fan. What, what a time to be alive, right? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, also yeah. Love- so, yeah, you're thinking of face off. There it is. Okay. Yeah. A- another soft spot for me is uh, in Kick Ass, the scene when he's on fire. Oh, yes. You need and to he's see that. Screaming. Oh, yeah. she- oh, she hasn't seen it? No, she- oh. you you will love Kick Ass. I love I love Kick Ass. I defend part two as well. Part two is it's an good. incredible movie. Yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm a huge fan of the comics. And so like they yeah. did they did way more than any adaptation needed to do in terms of like this is not consequential for the story but they included it it was it's it's so Agreed. great so i, okay, okay. I feel so, like so, i th- might have oh. seen kick ass but it's somewhere in my brain that <laughs> i can't pull it up but maybe i'm thinking of scott pilgrim but i'm not which you hadn't but seen kick i can't ass. believe you hadn't seen that until i showed it darren to you. just watched it actually watched it, we, like, we made it his homework uh, last episode to watch scott pilgrim so did you okay did I you like it? it can't uh, say spoilers for next episode can't say Okay, uh, fair enough. We can talk about sure. it. Um, We're with friends. I feel like from your expression, you're like, yeah, I, Darren I, doesn't okay. like most not, things. I will not reveal anything. I will reveal right. it. Right. Well, okay, okay, so, so, <laughs> okay, so, so, Darren and Heath, what, what, what are your, what are your favorite cage moments? Mine has to be the Wicker Man, the not the bees. <laughs> oh fuck yes. <laughs> 
Oh my eyes! Or when, or when he like ninja kicks the or punches the, the bear or ninja kicks the lady. Oh, that, no. that movie is just called Nicolas Cage hits women. <laughs> it could be something something national treasure. Yeah, nailed it. Okay, fair. I also like a soft spot in my heart is uh, the movie Next that. A movie where Nicolas Cage has he can see yeah. into the future two minutes. It's not a good movie, but there's no, a wonderful moment. It, there's a wonderful moment in it where he is, he dodges a sniper shot, and it's not his <laughs> fault. But he's it, the it's from the perspective of the scope of the sniper rifle. So there's literally there's crosshairs mm-hmm. on him. The it's not it's not on him. They fire the shot and he dodges the shot, even though it's clearly like a foot <laughs> out of the way. It's wonderful. I'm like you have, literally could have done anything in editing to fix it. Have you guys? I, I love that movie for a lot of horrible reasons. I, I I think I may have asked this, but have you guys seen Between Worlds? It's kind of a recent Cage movie. Between Worlds. It's no. It I'm ain't? thinking of uh, okay. Color, whatever that color one is. Uh, Color Out of Space. Yes, mm. I'm thinking of that. Yeah, one. which which I liked, but um, no, Between Worlds. Okay, first it, it ain't good, but in the same sense of like I enjoy bad Nick Cage movies as much as good ones. Uh, uh-huh. There's this whole like the whole concept is that. Uh, his wife, if I remember right, I think his wife died and he starts seeing this woman and then somehow his wife's consciousness or spirit somehow like body swap goes into that woman's daughter. Oh God, Yeah, so Nick Cage starts dating this this woman he's dating's daughter, like banging her. That sounds like some gross dude's fantasy. No, it's weird. (laughs) Yes, it does. And and he's like, he's like all kind of like like rings and shit and like, like, you know, chains and like leather pants and he looks, he's like a trucker but looks like a metalhead and then all of a sudden Hmm. there's this scene where he's having sex with the girl who was his wife but she's, she's in this younger girl and he, uh, and she's like, I want you is to this read this book Friday? to me. Yeah, a little bit, but okay. it's freaky. She, he, she's like, I want you to read <laughs> this book swap. to me. So while he's like, she's <laughs> leaned over the couch and he's doing his thing behind her. He's reading from this book and you can see the front and it literally is the autobiography of Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's great. It's, it's like this. How did how did that get approved? Meta? And I don't think it was in the script. I feel like Nick just showed up on set and was like, right, I'm going to do this. And he's like, Nick, hey, what do you what do you got there? He's like, it's a book. He's like, it's, okay, it's not good, but it's so it audacious. It's like you mm. kind of have to see. It. I just looked at the poster on Google Images, and it's the T in between is an upside down yeah. cross. It looks like a Creed album cover. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it, so, it totally does. Yeah. But uh, right. but yeah, no, it's it's yeah. Have a drink and watch it. It, it ain't great, yeah. but yeah. it's but that but how audacious it is. But that's what I love about him is that he ping pongs like because everybody thinks oh Nicolas Cage doesn't like he's a joke he can't act and I'm like he's got I'm like did range. you see Leaving Las Vegas? Do you remember adaptation? And then every once in a while it's like mm, pig. It's like or yeah. Mandy or like he, and we I think are in like this Nicolas Cage like golden era renaissance <laughs> right now. Ever since Mandy, honestly, <laughs> where it's just like even when he does like these little shitty one off ones, we're getting really interesting choices from him he's still saying yes to everything but he's saying yes to really uh-huh. good stuff in the mix so <laughs> we're getting good stuff in as well now instead of like that he was the face i always saw when like i'd walk by a red box there'd be like four nicholas cage right, movies right. with his face direct to video yes. three quarters of it and i'm like oh good for him and i just walk past it and keep doing my thing guys uh, he needs a dinosaur he's, exactly he needs a dinosaur well, he's got to pay for his stuff dude i yeah. i will always have respect for nicholas cage because the dude bankrupt himself buying right. an action comics number one yeah, he did. Dude oh, needed to buy was, I, I, a first I knew, appearance. And he had like, some ta- like bankrupt Dinosaur and he had some tax and, issues, yeah. I think. And it was, yeah. And he's so, he got that hustle, man. Heath, did we and get your favorite uh, Nicolas Cage moment? Yes. I think we did. Yes. Okay, the okay, Wicker okay. Man. I think we got the all of Yes, yes, the you bees. like the bees. Yeah. The bees. Yeah. 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 Which, Darren, is, which uh, is not a guilty pleasure. 
Yeah, yeah it's all good. Do you guys? Oh, do you guys really wish? And this just popped into my head tonight. Do you really wish that instead of Ben Stiller, it would have been Nicolas Cage in Night at the Museum one and two? <laughs> It'd be an entirely be different movie, different and I'm a hundred percent down for very it. Very different. I I need this to happen sometime <laughs> before the Cage we, cut. Yes, hey, like they've remade Spider-Man. How many times? It's it's been enough years. We could do it. It could happen. Night at the Museum <laughs> into it. the Museum Averse. Museum reverse. <laughs> Night at the Museum. How many Night at the Museums are there? Two. I honest three? to God, I only saw the first one. I think there's like three, right? Okay. Yeah, I don't three. know about a third. Night at the Museum four, National Treasure three. Dude, um, what's his Ooh. face? Uh, Nicholas Cage just walks out of the museum holding dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's I don't have to pay for these. <laughs> Give me something. Give me something. UE. UE? Yeah, our dude. Rami Malek? Rami Malek went to Mr. Robot. He yeah. he went oh, yeah. to yeah, he school went to, in He went to college here in town at our university. That's awesome. Yeah, at and everybody was like, when he's went for Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, like, oh, like, it's like hey, hey, he he went to school here. He's not from here, but he went to. He had his they're acting like, training in college. His undergrad here. So we we won. Yeah, it's like we know him. No, you don't. Evansville won. Exactly. Rami Malek. People were excited. I'm like, okay. And he's probably like. He's like, uh, oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> like a time that I spent in Evansville, and there were people there. And <laughs> I'm so looking forward to him in that new James Bond movie. Oh hell yes! If I it actually come, if it actually comes, the out. day it comes it out, I don't know. It will. Whenever yeah. and I heard. Well, we can get off that. But I heard it's really, really, yeah. really long. Which uh, I'm sure. Uh, cool. Okay, do, do your job. Fifty minutes. Yeah, we gotta talk. Pig. Oh shit. All right. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, the first like 10, just 15 minutes of us just up, talking. No, 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 it's all good. But here's the problem. I'm enjoying the conversation. Okay, good, good, good. All right. So, Pig. Uh, yeah. Wow. I this so yeah. I, I gotta be completely clear. I watched it today because I just I've been very, very busy. I literally sure. before I got on finished watching it probably about two minutes before. I hit Dang. my hit credits. Yeah. I'm like, lovely. Listen to a little bit of the song. Came upstairs, logged on. Hey guys. So Oh, wow. Awesome. It is okay, very, so it's very fresh in, my in your brain. mind. It is incredibly cool. fresh. Yeah, we watched yesterday. Yeah, and that was my yeah. second viewing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And you guys just recorded your episode uh, yes, <laughs> before Yes, we this. recorded last night. Um, today we recorded the game because... Oh, nice. Nice. Knows, what is he doing? Oh, no. What is he sending? <laughs> but yeah, so it's pretty fresh for us still too. Yeah, I'm incredibly... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm incredibly excited to talk about it. So guys, typically, so we'll, uh, we'll just go ahead and talk about some of the our, our general thoughts on it. Initially, okay. Uh, this I'm was a movie. Facade. I'm sorry. I'm like, Welcome. No, oh, this confuses me as well. Okay, that is, I'm just gonna say this. Uh, like, this is hilarious. Emily and Jake are not used to our podcast. Like literally, I'm not all used to through this. all through our episode, me and Matt just like talk back and forth and chat and stuff. And so, like, but no one ever knows. But now you know. Now you're like I'm behind the scenes and stuff. And AJ apparently has his notification turned off because he never sees my chat anyways. But Emily I'm and Jake, well, he just my job. Well, I, I keep clicking. I'm like, oh, hang on, let me click over to the chat. And then back and to Emily the video, and Jake so. like hear like the pings in their like, ear like, ooh, what's he saying? And it's like, no. Okay, hey. so I had to say it. I had to say it. It's fine. I'm just uh, ruining. I'm ruining the. Nah, you're fine. I'm okay. pulling back the curtain so we can see the wizard. Theater of the exactly. mind. Whoa. Deep. Anyway. That's from the game. So yeah. Uh, so what? What? What, what, what did you all think of it? Yeah. What did you all think going into it? Because I I don't know about you guys. I knew, and I made it a point, I knew literally nothing about this movie. I didn't so look up log trailer line. or anything? I didn't see trailers. I didn't look up log lines. I knew Dang. nothing about okay. this movie. The exact same he, for me, too. I knew absolutely same. nothing about it. 
I think that's I actually well, think I, that's I think I think going in cold is actually a pretty yeah, that's I, my I favorite like way to go in whenever we we do the podcast because yeah. uh, a lot of times that's how I experience movies that are even older like I haven't Same. even seen a trailer but we did, you had, you had I seen did the trailer see the trailer for Pig and I couldn't decide if it was going to be a thriller a horror movie or a drama so mm-hmm. going in I was like I feel like something scary is going to happen. Something's going <laughs> to jump out. Like, what is going to happen to this pig? But then, like, it ended yeah, up developing well, into a really beautiful drama. The, the, so. the trailer yeah. almost sets it up like it's going to be Art House John Wick 4. Yeah, exactly. yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Like, which is ha, not ha. the movie at all. Ha. But, but, but you know, the, the, the way that they marketed it almost feels like it's going to go I'm a like, certain you're way. You're right there for yeah, Emily, like, you're, Emily you're why are you pointing at me and laughing right now? Because you hate John Wick. Because we said the word John Wick. I haven't revealed anything that I like about this. Anything that about this movie that I like or dislike. But I will say sure. that I knew nothing going into this movie. Yeah. Okay, I watched the movie and afterwards I was like, is that just was that just a John Wick about a pig basically? And I went online <laughs> after you watched it? I'm not kidding. After I watched after the movie, you I was like, watched was it, just- you were like, was that John have you seen John Wick? No. Even with yeah, the no, ending? You know people John. died in John Wick, right? <laughs> No, okay, but it's the thing is, it's like, yes, there was. No, I'm saying it was John Wick without action, but it was the same story. It's just dude lost his pig, and he wants to go like just be mad at everybody. That's this entire story. End of story. <laughs> Your I mean, view I, oh, of the no. world. You're not wrong. No. It's not even oversimplification. It's a, I mean, there's there's a lot of it, but yeah. More? But I'm just saying, you're John not pig. wrong. John Pig. <laughs> John Pig. <laughs> John Pig. Oh my God, Nicholas Cage. No, oh, all right. No. So this I is gonna be a three-hour episode now. Yeah, we can dive into. We can dive into our general thoughts Come on at it. Me. I bet Heath, because Heath and I again, we're, we went into it blind. Did you also feel like this was going to end up actually kind of being John Wicky? Yes, because we didn't so, know. I didn't know. I guess I'll go first. Sure, I'll just go ahead. Go for it. Out there, uh, this movie should have been called "Subverting Expectations" because yes. every single step, I was like, yeah. "What the hell is happening?" Like, so the setting when you first walk in is you're like, "Okay, so this is in the past." You know, it's like the 1800s or something, and yeah. the guy pulls up in a nice car and a suit, and like. Okay, it's what the Camaro. hell is the setting? Ah, it's what Bumblebee. the is setting? Uh, and then like every step of the way is like, okay, so this is like a typical John Wickian fair, fair, uh, fanfare. And then it does not do that. And you're like, okay. Turns so out he's some... a chef. Yeah, it's like he's a chef. He's not some assassin. He's not <laughs> is gonna it beat anybody up. No. He's going to get beat up. <laughs> it's just like, Anyone can like, cook. It was crazy. Yeah, it's like everything I thought this movie was going to do, mm-hmm. it just 180 did the exact opposite. So mm-hmm. Same Very interesting. here. Yeah, uh, I'll let Darren go last because I'm very curious about his. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah, same thing, dude. I as the I didn't know anything about it, so I'm like, okay. So in the past, car pulls up. Oh, this is very very interesting. I was intrigued the yeah. entire time. The second the dudes broke into his little cabin and took the pig, I'm like, oh, John Wick. Okay, yeah. so it'll be John. It'll be John Wick. Nicholas Cage and John Wick. Fantastic. I mean, it's Nick and Cage, so it's like exactly yeah. what you expect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, like, every step of the way, I'm ex- like, they lead you on kind of where it's like, and now's the part where he is secretly an, uh, like a retired assassin. Right. Because everyone fighter. gives him that respect initially until you know why they're giving him respect. Uh, and I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll jump ahead. I mean, this is uh, obviously this is a spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen Pig. Don't listen to this. Watch the movie. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> for real. Uh, the, the end where John, or, uh, he, Link Cage gives homeboy the, the list. Like, get these things. I'm like, okay, here's the, he's going to make the bomb. Story. He's going to grab yep. the guns. Nope. He, he's a, <laughs> he makes like a pacifist. The meal. <laughs> he makes a Mushrooms. beautiful meal for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like every single time I thought I knew where I was going to go, it pleasantly proved me wrong. And yes. went in a direction that was so much more thoughtful and in true with this deep character that I loved every second of this movie. 
Uh, I'll jump ahead a tiny bit, and I know when we did the mega episode, we were asked what our favorite movie of 2021 has been. I said Green Knight. I think this is better than Green Knight is in terms of yeah. just, this is way more pal- yeah. uh, palpable for like most people. I'd watch this with my wife. My wife didn't watch this with me. I would I would show her this. I would not show her Green Knight. So like <laughs> this was a movie that I am 100% going to be watching again, probably within the next month or so. Like I yeah. thoroughly loved this movie. I, uh, I. I piggybacking off of that, I think <laughs> piggybacking, I, get it? <laughs> that was unintentional, or was it? Uh, no, I uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I think uh, again, this was my second viewing of it. I, I, I mean, I loved it the first time, but like, I got a lot more out of it on a rewatch, and I feel like this is something that's going to improve over time, and mm-hmm. and like, it, it, I, I started to notice things kind of like peeling more layers of an onion. Like, it, there's there's a lot more going on that's very nuanced, like under the surface, than I think. The first time I just let it kind of wash over me. On the second one, I got a little more critical and like picking it apart. Uh, it's I, I thought the same thing. I didn't think it was going to be set like I didn't get the impression of it being said in the past. But at, like the beginning, mm-hmm. up until like you know Camaro Bumblebee pulls up. I sorry. I thought How it was. How dare uh, you punch my pop screen? <laughs> in I thought, this cramped uh, space that we're in. I. Uh, I, 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 it kind of, it reminded me a lot of like uh, the first, I mean, it was longer in that one, but like the first 15, 20 minutes of There Will Be Blood where there was like no talking and it's yes. just like setting up character. You get an idea of this person's daily routine and who they are and it's just, it's very, you know, visual storytelling, no dialogue. And then, uh, yeah, they, they take the pig and I, I thought the same thing. I thought this was going to go into, oh, this is going to become a revenge thriller. Mm-hmm. And Heath, like you said, totally subverting expectations the entire time. Like, and we go from like that to you know underground chef fight club to oh, who is this person? He has some notoriety. Food which, fight club, if which, you will. Which feels very like nice. Which feels very John Wickian uh, to coin your phrase that you said in our podcast. John Wickian, where yes. it's like it's like it feels very. Um, which nobody is John Wickian. Exactly, but like, you know, you, you love you, you for th- that to be in the same universe. Maybe we'll see I mean, that I'd be crossover. Down. But anyway, the sequel. Ahead. But like, I, I like the anyway. way that you see. Uh, the the mythos of his character kind of build up uh, when he's like who are you Rob becomes yeah. Robin becomes Robin Feld becomes this this larger than life character whose name like stops people in their tracks and opens their doors and like ultimately how this devolves the whole time you think it's going to get violent and dark and crazy and it's it's a sad film there it's a dark some film violence, there's but some like but like and I love that he's just like he I lo- has that, his what, hands behind his back and he lets people punch what, him in the face what was that one like, line it's like are you in need mm-hmm. of medical attention no he's, no, just, he's just cut and bloody and looking like <laughs> yeah, shit the whole time he's so like no thank you like he was yeah. so polite about <laughs> but, it but uh, I mean like and I definitely want to talk about that scene we'll put a pin that in that scene, for a minute but, oh but my like god I, I because uh, I think it's fucking brilliant, but like the the way that the, the the whole thing continually like evolves and unfolds and becomes this really heartbreaking story about grief and loss and trying to refind your place in the world uh, when you don't know who you are anymore. Because we realize, like, spoiler alert, you know, like he left what he was doing 15 years ago when he lost his wife and the only love he had left in his life was this pig, which, again, you could tie that to John Wick pretty mm-hmm. easily but this just takes a hard left turn down a different path it's like i yeah. feel like both of these movies what were going through the forest and were and then they just wide they they, they yeah. like when one went left one went right at like a fork in the road yeah and i think um i, I think it's a beautiful study uh it's a character a beautiful character study about like loss and grief and uh i i actually made a list i talked about i borderline ugly cried at five specific points in this movie normally wow, a movie okay. I'm, I wonder if they're uh, like, the same uh, as me i wonder if they're the I'm, same I'm curious because they're like uh, i mean you know i'm 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 kind of an emo boy and they're they're you know it's <laughs> it's not like i i i Guys, can't i didn't cry during you, this movie because as we learned uh <laughs> with you're me dead and Matt, you're a robot no, yeah. i i sometimes am not heartless but i you have really good like 
barrier defense mechanisms. Yeah, I'm like I I'm experiencing this through a layer of of armor. Sure, yeah. sure. I, and like, I I like I will like okay for instance like like I can't from from frame one to ending credits like I cry the whole time through say like a a blue Valentine or a Marriage Story which we kind of talked about Lion. Mm-hmm. or yeah. Lion. Oh god, okay, yeah, Li- Lion. I've never cried harder during a movie than I did during Lion, but uh, <laughs> but like I. Normally, like say, like Gladiator tears me up, or Braveheart, or you know, you always have like the There'll moment. Moments, There's like the one yeah. or two scenes. It's super rare outside of those exceptions I mentioned for like a movie to at five specific points due to what happens in that scene and the way they build off each other, like emotionally wreck me. Like I, I was not prepared for that. I was like, oh, this could be a revenge thriller. This could be sort of an art house drama. But I, I, I wasn't prepared to be just so profoundly uh, like affected by this film i i think yeah. it's beautiful i uh i i uh aj i'm gonna agree with you like we we saw and you can comment on this because we've we've both watched uh green knight which i love and is really high on my list uh this uh i, I have it right now as my number two just because i love bo burnham's inside but like honestly yeah. in certain years i cheat i'm gonna let them share my number one slot right now and i, yeah. I feel like it's my list i can do whatever the fuck i want so like this is <laughs> the, the, they're this is that high for me i think i think wow. it's a a very special film, uh, probably one of the better ones I've seen in recent years yeah, for me. I, I so. think Absolutely. that um, I don't remember exactly what I said, but um, this podcast will come out uh, around the same time that ours does. Double but feature, guys. For, for me, like this movie boils down to art and humanity and how how we interact with each other in yes. um how how pursuing your passion and your art mm-hmm. can affect people and change them in such a way that if you present it to them again like it you can see how it has changed their life um and some something along those lines so i i think that it goes from this like oh this mythical character their mystical mythical character oh this chef he's coming back to the scene like he's looking for his truffle pig and he's so important um to really what it comes down to is someone who is so talented at their craft that whenever someone experiences experiences it they remember it forever and Mm -hmm. i think we all know artists like that we know filmmakers we know um actors we know i mean a painting that you have seen you know um that has affected you forever and um even having the classical music weaved through like there was one in particular mozart's requiem that plays near the end like Mm -hmm. right before the special meal with um, Amir's dad, that was like, super random, but it was funny. It, like, well, that, that part was—I I was so confused. I heard that and I was like, "This feels—I like, didn't feel like it really fit." Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was well, just random. I think it, it does play right before, and again, spoiler alert: it plays right before we find out find out that the pig has died. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and the mother has um, attempted suicide, is being kept alive on life support, and we're about to have this meal that could. We could say, oh, it's this last meal. That was a happy time. And now there's a death of a person, yeah. a marriage, and a pain. <clears throat> so uh, that that was that that was the conclusion that I drew from having Mozart's Requiem in there. But to have classical music weaved throughout the story, even though Nicolas Cage keeps wanting to turn it off to listen to like yeah. whatever's happening in the moment. <laughs> like a, a, there was even a part where um the classical music music station was like this music is what it is for a reason because 200 years ago it was great 
200 years from now, it will be great. And mm-hmm. that's what makes it a masterpiece. And and, and I think sorry, I, I think the, I think the 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 musical choices, which you probably can speak to more than me, like uh, well, even they, they're, that, they're, they're like, very, they're very intentional because more. like one of the one of the ones earlier was like Dance Macabre, which isn't that yeah. from like the whole making a deal with the devil, the Faust or whatever. I, I think so. I believe yeah, that's so like what I, I, I feel like the, all the all the those classical Neil drops feel uh, like very relevant where they fall to the story for me. And and I I didn't. I, I can't pick out all of those pieces, but we have a friend who is a really wonderful pianist who Jake actually watched it with her like Melanie, the first yeah, time. She's great. He watched oh, yeah. um Pig. And we wanna do like a one off episode with her and like talk about like the the song picks and why they're in the specific parts of the story, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um but it is that like the lasting effect on of art on people, even if you don't know them. And um following your passion versus following what's popular. No, absolutely. Uh, Darren, what are your thoughts? And then uh, remind me <laughs> that way I can get to uh, this, the, that Matt from the Matt Mark movie show had a question. Uh, Darren, what were your thoughts on the movie? Uh, so, okay. I, I liked the movie. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you. I, I, it took some real focus to stay engaged in the movie. It was a slow burn. It was really it slow. Very much so. It's a slow it was, burn for such a short movie. Yeah, it was yeah, only it was an hour tight. and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. An hour and a half. Well, I was, I, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I was pretty excited to see that it was an hour and a half. I was like, sick. Okay, cool. I don't have to commit the entire afternoon to this thing. <laughs> you have to watch a movie. Dude, uh, okay. You know how it is. You got kids too. It's like, it's yeah, hard to it's fit tough. in time, you know? And so, anyways, but, uh, but regardless, um, we got kitty cats, so we know. <laughs> <laughs> but, JK. I'll be, uh, so, I'll be honest, like, whenever the first, like, I mean, let's say the first, like, well, the first, like, little chapter or whatever, it felt very much like it was Rustic leading up Mushroom to being... Rustic Mushroom Tart. <laughs> of course you know the name. Of course you know the name. <laughs> um, I wrote it, it down really in my felt, little notebook. <laughs> it felt like it was going to lead up to, like, some, like, I don't know. It felt more like thrillerish, horrorish, mm. and I was like, "Yes, I was not. I was, too. I was really disappointed. I was like, I really don't want to watch this. Like, it was just kind of like un- uneasy and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is, I'm not excited. And so I think that kind of got me in a bad mood because I really did not want to. Like, I don't know. It, it kind of. Like what an excellent way like to watch expectations a movie. versus reality kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Like like Heath said, yeah. sub- subvertation of expectations was a big theme in the movie, obviously. Yeah. And so that was like the first half, third of the movie, whatever. I was like. You know, I I don't like those kind of movies, and of course, like you know, AJ King tra- trash. But yeah, just I'm not a big fan of like you know thrillers movies, or horrors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like National Treasure. Um, so like, yeah, this whole you time you were thinking you were getting one movie, and you're like preparing for this thing that's going to happen that never happened. Well, it, it's just that like it's not. It, it was just that I had knew nothing about the movie, literally nothing. I, I didn't even know the movie existed until we said we were going to review it. I didn't look anything about it, and so I was. Just, I, I looked up before, like literally like, one second before, just like I was trying to see where it was streaming, and I saw it was like ninety-seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, cool, this is gonna be really good. And then I was like, but anytime I'm, I'm always a little bit scared though, because if it's like really good on Rotten Tomatoes, like I'm probably gonna hate it because I have bad taste, right? And so that was that was my first thought. I was kind of scared for it. Anyways. So, and then it started to change a little bit. And then, like, the underground fight club thing was like, what is going on here? Like, I had no idea. Like, I it, I was telling my wife as she walked into the Subtext. door, like, <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes into the movie, my wife walked in. She's like, what are you watching? I was like, I literally have no idea what I'm watching. I don't know what's going on. Like, I was so confused. Don't you I, wish, I, though, that there was an underground fight club with chefs in Portland? Doesn't that sound real? There were, like, fight chefs fighting in ju- fight club. Yeah, like, fight there club was, like, seems generous. And shit. It's yeah. taking punches. That's hardly a fight. 
It's an endurance trial. Making bets on how long the person will last is what the conclusion I drew was. Yeah, there was just that that seems way more civil to me. (laughs) There were just so many things where like it totally went unexplained, which is fine. I'm not saying that everything needs to be spoon fed, Um, but like I I, even like the whole thing where like the dude like let him got punched like 15 times after the bell went off, whatever, and like they just stared at him. Yeah, what the heck? That was never really explained. It's just like he just hates Robin Feld for some reason. Like I guess I have no idea. All do, yeah. They got beef. Competition. But anyways, uh, so I think it like it went in, in a better direction than what I was expecting, which was good. Um, I was glad it didn't turn into an action movie, so that was that was ha- that was happy about that. Especially because like the <laughs> plot was, uh, it, it felt like a good John Wick plot leading up to that point, and I was like, oh Jesus, I'm gonna have to freaking defend myself again. And it was uh, <laughs> it was better than I expected it to be after the first thirty minutes. It got better as the movie progressed. I don't think I. I I would never put it as high as you guys are, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not saying it's you're wrong yeah. for feeling that way. I just did not enjoy it nearly as much as you guys did. Um, and after hearing you guys' thoughts on it too, I definitely changes my opinion a little bit. Um, I think I understand more as to what the like the reasons why you would like it more. And frankly, like I'm not good at watching movies, and that's fine. I, I know that. <laughs> so after watching, hey, it, you, like, know, I, you know, you know, you are good at box car derbies, man. Yay! You're fantastic at box car derbies. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so, something that I wanted to bring up, and uh, Heath, we'll, we'll go absolutely go to you. Uh, two things. First off, Ryan, our friend Ryan from I'd Like a Refund podcast, yeah. I, I promise you, literally 50 minutes ago, we've been going on for about an hour 10. 50 minutes ago, he asked, because I, I put on our uh, on our story, any questions or recommendations or anything for uh, about in, in relation to Pig? His question, hey, Darren, when is National Treasure 3 coming out? Oh, buddy! <laughs> I kid I you love not. It, it is I'm so fantastic. Right That's good. But, uh, Surely there's some spoilers. Yeah, Matt from the Matt and Mark Movie Show, which I'm going to actually give him a little plug here too. What up, Matt? Uh, on my Hi, phone, friend. I have this wonderful little new pop socket nice. on my on my phone. It, I saw that little That's brand. Also, also that the stickers are dope, dude. I yeah, love I'm so happy pop. they turned out good. I need to get a little pop socket. Maybe it'll be a Matt and Mark Movie Show one. Yeah, well, I'm sure. <laughs> you yeah, give him a review on iTunes, and he uh, Aspot will send him out. <gasps> so, was uh, I going? To, oh yeah, he asked a question that I I I definitely picked up on this as I was watching it, and I slowly realized it, and I I loved it. I, I thought that was it made the movie probably like at least twice as powerful as I was experiencing it. His question is because he said this is too long to respond on the on the normal thing, so he just sent me a direct message. I'm not saying this was intentional, but I didn't. But didn't it kind of feel like uh, Nick Cage's character in Pig was almost an analog for where he is at this point in his career? Like he's known for never saying no to a project. Ooh. He's in a weird, quote, other place, being a wild man, living a, living his life on his own way. And far and far for as popular studios are concerned, he may as well be lost in the wilderness of straight to streaming to genre pulp. But like the chef in the movie, when he resurfaces, his peers remember his glory days and are the first to salute him and pay respect. They they are reminded of the power of Nick Cage, as wide audiences are. The mega fans know him and love him regardless, but it's nice to see the world at large fall in love with him again. And I definitely picked up on that as I was watching. It's really interesting because I... beautifully, like... That that's very articulated. Yeah, I don't don't know. I, I think that's a perspective that you can take... After you see the movie, though, because I don't think you could say going in that that was by design by the the filmmakers, right? I think it is reflective of his life, but just by maybe happenstance, 
Um, I, I, I don't think it was intentional, but it is one of those one of those things that art reflects life in such a mm-hmm. way that it can be uncanny mm-hmm. and I don't know. That's that's my initial response to it. Like I don't I don't think that was even like a glimmer in in the eye of the producers and the writers of this film. But or the well or well we'll come to that. But okay. I I do agree. I do um uh, agree that um it does reflect his life and and where he is in his career now. Mm-hmm. So I so no, I so yes, but I know I <laughs> yes I, I agree with that Cage has actually said uh, two things. One, he said he he wanted to make this movie because he wanted to remind viewers Church that he can roots. that he can give a realistic performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's on record as saying that there are a lot of similarities between him and the character of Rob. Uh, before this, he had say, stated that his character in Joe, which is fantastic if you haven't seen it, highly recommended, uh, mm-hmm. was the closest to how he is in real life. Obviously, it's like. Oh, is is Cage just this crazy batshit dude like we just saw in Prisoners of the Ghostland? No, that's that's a performance. So like you know him. It's like when I play a villain, and, or or one of my friends plays a yeah. villain, and my mom is like, um, are they like that in real life? Because I thought they were nice, but then they can be really mean. That's, that's called suspension of disbelief. But that's yeah, no. called acting. But uh, but no, so like I I I could see. I agree with you, but also I, I I could see that at least on him accepting to do this movie, and he produced it too, like being a conscious yeah, I saw his name there. choice for sure. Because um, every once in a while, it's like when you're thinking, "Hey, can Nicolas Cage act?" Like you can cite like the handful. It's like, oh yeah, he won an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. He was nominated for adaptation. Like you know, Mandy, I think is sort of a reminder, and this definitely is every you know once what? in a while. Like as as an actor, like your body of work kind of becomes part of you, though too. So I, I think... They're pieces of yourself, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, like uh, a, a buddy of mine, um, I remember one time <laughs> we were we were uh, at the same school together and in college, and he was like, I don't know who I am, because I've been in so many... Sh- and it sounds so cliche. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, not thinking of face off that part when he's like, I'm not it's me. Our, it's our buddy Brandon. <laughs> it, it's I'm our buddy me. Brandon who we call the Daniel Day-Lewis of the, the Midwest. Yes, the I saw media. your post yeah. that had his face. Um, he looks just he, like him. Right? Like, um, But yeah. he's also super talented, but at yeah, like, one moment he was so. like, I... I can't pinpoint my personality because I've I've acted as so many different people and like they're all part of me. So who am I? Um, and that is true. Like there's so many things that I've learned from characters that I've played and like that I take with me into my real life that it, it's like, well, what is real? Who am I? <laughs> ah, that's that's a no, great point. I'm having a breakdown. Which, which is so, which, which is kind of brought up in the scene where he's talking to uh <laughs> Chef, Derek. what's his, what's his, yeah, Derek. Chef Derek. Yeah, yeah, it was the whole, like, which, yeah, I, I have so much to say about that, but that's, we'll get to, yeah. Well, and there's so a whole saying, thing with, like, I think kicks like, into the movie a little bit. Greek yeah, tragedies no, I mean, and Eurydice oh. being the name of the restaurant. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to go into that just yet, so. Oh, okay. Jake, you, you. Yeah. Yeah, no, we have, we have I, notes I, I and, like, carry over from our podcast that we were like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll see no, what No, I'm very guys excited to hear your, uh, y'all's episode on it. Guys, but just I, tell us yeah. to also shut up if we're talking too no, much. No, it's I fine. Feel like we're Here's talking if you, so much. If you ever start saying stuff that's not interesting, I'll cut you off. But like, you're actually, <laughs> like, please, you're okay, anyway, this, this is your show. We're just wordy people. <laughs> no, it's so. fine. No, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, I I agree. I, I picked up on. Ironically enough, I picked up on 
I started making that connection during that very scene at the, at the restaurant talking to Derek and as a person, I mean, Heath can, I know can absolutely relate to this because we both kind of had that struggle of who, who are you? Like, what are you, what do you want is the big thing. So like as a military brat, my entire life having to adjust on the fly whenever I move to a new location, because Hey, people, people are different in other places. And so (laughs) when you go to a different place and people's behaviors are completely different, you you adjust for it. And so after you do yeah. that enough, you're like, what do I like? And so it took years after after high school and you know making mistakes and stuff to finally figure out exactly who I am. So like having that theme uh specifically in that scene was was it it made me tune into the theme of this kind of being a uh coincidental or not a, a parallel for Nick Nick Cage in his career because he's like and we can go ahead and just start talking about it now, but it's like who who are you doing this for? They don't matter. They're not real. The critics aren't real. Customers aren't real. What are you doing? You can only like so many things in your life. And that's, I've, yeah, I that, know Heath has certainly applied that as well. Like we're nerds. We like comic books and video yeah. games and movies. We're going to wave our freak flag now because screw other people. Screw mm-hmm. what, you know, what you think, like what they think of you. Life Do is you. short. Exactly. Like, no, exactly. So, uh, wait, Live your wait life. a second. Why do you guys make, you make fun of me all the time for liking disc golf and PB and J? Because you like bad things. Oh, <laughs> <okay. laughs> like what you hey, like. Reason, we keep you on the show. Dan, I play disc golf with you all the time. You're good, dude. I, oh, no, no, no but okay. So AJ, you're, you're talking about that, 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 that scene with Derek. Like I, I, that, that whole like slow push in on him was like, I mean, his performance, it, I think it's a, what's amazing to see from cage is that this is such a beautifully nuanced and very restrained performance. Yes, Cause normally super subtle. when you go to see a Nicholas cage movie, you're like, I want to see him turned up to 11, Bash just like crazy. literally knocking the frame over because it's so explosive. Mm-hmm. And like, and this is just that, that slow push in as he's saying, none of this is real. They don't care about you. Like you said, they don't know you because you haven't shown them. And that, and that line that you, that you mentioned, like, which is one of, Honestly, probably one of the better written lines I've heard in a minute, at least this year, that that we don't get a lot of things to really care about. And mm-hmm. the the weight and the gravity of like when he says that, that, you know, that he's not speaking from a place of like a lack of knowledge. Like, you know, he's literally talking about, you know, as we learn later, the loss that he's experienced, the life mm-hmm. that he had that he walked away from this whole idea of like futility and what matters and who am I and how do I fit in the world when the when the people that I were, had a connection to are not here anymore, what's left after you've given pieces of yourself to someone else and they're gone. And, uh, and then there's the whole like idea of like food versus life, blah, blah, blah. But like, but just that push in, I love that moment. Uh, yeah. After, after his, his little monologue there where, uh, he's like, I remember you, I fired you because you overcooked the pasta. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? And he's like, no, no, no. And you said when you left, what was it? Like a, a, a pub. Uh, Irish pub. Yeah. yeah. Like a, English the, pub. an English pub. He wanted to, he, he wanted, wanted to start an English open. pub. He's like, no one wants that here. So we're doing this. And he's like, what was going to be your signature dish? And he had it like Scotch on deck and then fired with curried mustard. And, and it's, it's kind of beautiful. Cause I, I was, I was reading and I was like, oh no, this is a perfect analysis of the scene. If you think about it, the whole restaurant that is the, the theme of this restaurant is all about like deconstructed food. And mm-hmm. in the scene, he's literally deconstructing he picks his personality, yeah, his character. And it's like, it's like, so like, it, it's slightly on the nose, but like not so much that I'm not like, that's well, fucking brilliant. And the, the, the fact that the, the restaurant, they never say it out loud, but um, on his, um, Oh yeah. Chef's this is... apron, it's called Eurydice. Do you all know much about Greek tragedies? Cause there, there's a Very really interesting little. through no. line through the whole so, story that ties um, into that. Eurydice, um, it's uh, a Greek tragedy. So the I, I talk about this in our podcast too, but what it boils down to is 
Um, Orpheus is um, the the man in the relationship. Eurydice is the the woman. They get together. They're worried about like how life is going to be because he's a poet. He's a, a singer, um, and she's like a worker. And she's like, I don't know how we're going to live. And Hades is like, Hey, come down to the underworld, and you'll be taken care of. And so she goes to the underworld, um, but it's a trick, right? So Orpheus has to go and save her in the underworld. Um, and he gets to her, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure in the Greek tragedy too, because this is all, my, my base knowledge on this is heavily in, um, this musical called Hades Town, which <laughs> came out, um, recently. It's really good. It's an, a modern or, or more modern adaptation of this Greek tragedy. Um, but, um, he, he sings a song to Hades and Persephone and Hades is like, okay, you can take her back. But you have to lead her out. And if you look back to see if she's still there, she has to stay with me forever. And just like human nature, he looks back and then she is damned forever to the underworld. Um. And then like, can I piggyback off that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so like you have that whole bit with the like the Eurydice reference and then uh, that's which kind of ties into the scene at the end uh, where mm-hmm. Robin is talking to Amir when they're like, uh, I think think oh no 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 it's 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 after he found out uh, like when they go to that that place and they get the brownies and the coffee mm-hmm. and that shitty diner or whatever diner. yeah and uh <laughs> greasy and, he, greasy and, he, and spoon. He, he makes the comment we don't have pie which, here which is which is so like like just breaks my damn heart but that bit when he, uh robin's musing to him and he says uh he's like if he had never gone looking for the pig yeah uh then she would still be alive in his mind and he's like mm-hmm. but she wouldn't be and then if you think about like that the his We've we've learned that at this point, like he said, oh, his mom committed suicide. No, the dad has kept her on life support for we don't know how many years, but not recently, a long ass time in the state of yeah. suspension. So that kind of makes his dad, in a way, like functionally equivalent to Hades, that character who literally in that play keeps his wife as a prisoner in a state of undeath. So like, there's a lot of like, we're pulling from classic texts and story yeah, it that is, sort of infused deep, into the story. Yeah. Like there's so there's so much to it. There's so many layers. Yeah, and I, I yeah, want to exactly. watch again. Like, I, I, I've, I've rented this. This is I've rented this twice on Vudu. I've already pre-ordered the Blu-ray. This is something I'm like, I, I look forward to like, I hope there's like behind the scenes and commentary. Like, I just yes. I just want to I want to see how this uh how this evolves and like, you know, digests with me over time. Like, I, I feel because I got so much more out of viewing number two than I did one. Like, I was like, oh, this is really good. I. I I need to revisit it. And so I'm curious to see on repeat viewings what that's going to do. Darren, you look like you want to say something. Yeah. I do want to say something. I just wanted to say that after watching this movie, that was my favorite scene. So I must know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. there I'm you go. Saying. So this is there pretty interesting. Go. Because Good job. Your guys' hey, perspective thanks. and your your point of view and everything you're bringing up to this, to this, uh, this movie, um, I almost didn't get a lot of the stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get like I didn't get a lot of the uh, the masterclass of your craftsmanship and being this you know incredible so much that you make memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I latched onto was um, I'm actually currently in the in the uh, rewatching Evangelion. It's like an anime. It's favorite my ones. favorite mm-hmm. fucking anime of all time. I paid way too much to pre-order that box set. Yes, 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 yes. So I haven't mean, seen I haven't seen the rebuilds yet. But oh, oh get over shit. yourself, yeah. uh, <laughs> Darren. Will you shut up? We like what we like. Go throw <laughs> yeah. a disc. And I'm 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 a I am i am am not an anime expert, but like that yeah. is, that is legitimately one of my favorite it's things incredible. period of all time. Anyway, go ahead. So yay, we're best friends now. <laughs> so main subject matter in that is what's called the hedgehog dilemma, where it's about like hedgehogs are cold during the winter, they want to get close, but they can't because they have 
pines, so they start stabbing each other. So it's like a, and Freud uses mm. it as like a, you know, to explain human connection and human relations, where they're saying like, if you don't want to get too close to somebody because it's going to cause hurt. If you, the closer you get, the more hurt you can, you mm. know, you can experience. This is like um, Bo Burnham yeah. whenever yes. he's like, yep. um, we found out that close personal connection is deadly and will kill you. Yes. Human so to human tactile the, contact. The real space is in the more, uh, uh, real uh, internet, the yeah. what is it? The 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 virtual space, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so for me, Sorry. because of that, it's like fresh in my mind. I latched on that super hard, and I feel like this movie was almost all about that, where he was secluding himself, oh, totally self isolation because he doesn't want to get hurt. And the second he starts connecting again, it's when he gets hurt. Uh, and that kind of plays into the whole thing of like, if I just never went looking, if I just separated myself, isolated myself, the I would have never known. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even the the guy with his wife. He had that connection he's still holding on to, and he's they built up a barrier between him and his son because he doesn't want that connection to feel that loss again. And I feel like it's all like that's what I lash on to is the hedgehog dilemma. Yeah, it's no, that's, it, that's really great. Oh, but a quick ahead. solution to that, just go belly to belly. There you go, warm. Belly <laughs> to belly. Everyone, uh, just lift up your shirts and touch your bellies together, and bellies everything will be and, fine. And then we'll all be warm in the winter. We'll uh, have tummy time. I, that's something I definitely <laughs> love about this movie is that. It, a lesser movie would have had Nicolas Cage's character not have any growth because he's figured it out. But even him throughout this movie, even he has a growth. And that's why at the very yes. end, he's able to listen to that tape from his wife. That mixtape, by the way, kids, you see back in the day. Oh, <laughs> that, that ending that. OK, that ending breaks me that that. Yep. Also, also, there, there's a really interesting thing that kind of ties into that. Sh- sorry, like I don't I feel like I cut you off where you. Did no, you that, was, that, was, that was it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Like I, uh, like if you think about like, th- there's obviously duh, like one of the main theme running themes is like food and like you know appreciation and taste, literally and you know metaphorically. Uh, but you have this uh, this legendary chef, uh, and I like I think it, it kind of starts with a mere story when they're, they're sitting there and he cooks him that shitty breakfast in chapter two, which is uh, uh, mom's French toast and deconstructed scallops. <laughs> uh, I love I love that the chapter breaks on this, but uh, okay. So Amir is talking to Rob about when he now know that he's Robin knows that he's Robin Feld. He's like, I remember my parents went out to eat at this restaurant and. They came home, they were drunk, but they couldn't stop talking about this meal, like how great it was, the wine, how perfect it was, and like the way that the chef prepared it. And he knows that that's him. He's like, you did that. And he's like, what happened to her? Well, she killed herself. And we learned that like Amir's mom struggled with mental health. And he said, well, you know, some, what, was, what was the line? Uh, AJ, you might know because you saw uh, most recently. Something about like, uh, if you know, well, when, when someone's, someone's like that, like that it's, it's gonna just going to happen a matter yeah. of time yeah. or something. And exactly. it's... Uh, and then we you know and when that we just realize kills you. Yeah, because like this this thing is really uh. an interesting, uh, obviously tying in with grief and loss. Like I think it's a commentary on mental health, specifically thinking about depression, anxiety too, but mostly depression, and like how that affected the mom and the dad's unwillingness to accept that by like keeping her in this suspended state, like not willing to accept the fact that she wanted out and mm-hmm. and tried to take her own life and how that connects into recreating that memory by recooking that dinner and getting the exact same wine and everything and how just Adam Arkin's performance in that scene at the dinner table by the way holy shit but like just yeah. just the yeah. way he the, the moment of taste no dialogue and then sips the wine hang on when a he second, goes for that second a, sip yeah that, and then that the, hit me the sip and then he takes that other bite and then just starts crying yeah and you realize and you've always heard that was that olfactory response or something that like like taste and smell are like yes. the things that can like really just marry to memories to trigger that mm-hmm. so of course and and then 
talking about the second most holy shit cage. Well, there's three. There's three like this movie. I'm sorry, it, and I, it it is this is not good enough to get him a nomination right now. I'm gonna say he's my front runner to win the Oscar. That may probably could change because a lot's gonna come out in sweeps. But uh, but mm-hmm. this is I'm like I'm not trying to be. Uh, superlative like i think it's that good uh but the scene where he's talking about uh i remember every meal that i ever cooked yeah. every person that i ever served and then mm-hmm. the way that that shatters into him learning that the pig died going from that into just complete breaking which literally yeah it's about the pig but i feel like he's experiencing the loss of his wife all over again in that moment yeah. and the way that those are kind of like married and tied together because it's the only connection he had to he doesn't care about anything else on the planet anymore he gave up his passion he gave up his art and he's fine yeah. with it and uh how that connects with the whole like food versus life specifically has a nice little bow put on it with the last shot. Well, not the yeah. last shot, the second to last shot. You have that, lo- that, that kind of long, long pan tracking shot as he's, yeah. yeah, as he's walking into the cabin again and you see for the first time, for the first time up close, all, all uh, like his, his kitchen, his workspace. And you have all these jars of things that are preserved. And it's like this idea of with food, so I, I'm try I'm still trying to put it together. I have since we talked about yesterday, but I feel like there's something there with the idea of like he, you know, you can preserve these food items that are going to last you can indefinitely for a long pickles, time. But you but can't. You can't but you can't preserve life. life. You can't preserve people. <laughs> and like you know, and it's like the Amir's dad is trying to do that with his wife. He's trying to hang on to the love for this pig, clinging to his own identity. He's Robin two, three, four point oh, whatever he is at this point in his stage mm-hmm. in life. It's like I. That shot, for some reason, like, broke me and made me start crying. Just this idea of, like, preserves on a shelf. Preserve things on a shelf versus what you couldn't fix in your own life. And, like, I I, I think the fact that he's a chef and it's dealing with food. Yes, I realize that this is a pretentious rant, but I still say, stand by what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, 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 this I think is, it's very this is Darren. beautiful. Darren, he's, yeah, he's a man. He's a child who needs to go watch Rugrats. Because this is <laughs> I, I love Rugrats. No. I ain't got shit yeah, on that. I, I, I didn't love get that either at all. No, I mean, I, Hell no. I got to get that. Well, I, I, and, and, and I, yeah. I, again, this this was second viewing shit that popped out. I did uh, not get it the first. So I'm, I'm again, I'm like, I want to watch it again and see what I get. Yeah. And well, when you go back you to his house, that's, that's when I picked, I picked up, up on it because you obviously your your eyes go to the kitchen and stuff because it's like, well, now we know he's like a master chef. Right. Yeah, and then we see and it's stuff. nothing but like cans of Everything vegetables in its right and stuff. Place. Yeah. And that's why I, I mean, I took that as in. Life is the best meals, like the one he made, you know, it's painstakingly, but it's you can't like refrigerate it and stuff and eat it the next day that's a moment yeah and that's a moment that you can't really hang on to necessarily beyond the memory and so that's why like yeah the stuff that you can you know jar and stuff it's not going to be as good as the stuff that is in that moment enjoy it that's that's the life that you have so that's what i took from that and that's why i absolutely loved that and to touch on that scene where nick cage finally breaks i think it was that much more powerful because it's been such a withdrawn, subtle performance the entire time. And yeah. then he breaks. And that's, I think it was and, a perfectly shot. And we scene. get no audio too, which honestly yeah. makes it hit a little Perfect. harder. It does. Like, uh, yeah. which, which is like, it's, it's kind of like the anti version of the scene of him breaking down in Mandy. If you've seen that where he's just yes. chugging tequila and screaming on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, like, I need to watch this movie. What? You need to check <laughs> out Mandy. Mandy's fan. So, okay. Fantastic. So, so we have these these big scenes, but the other one I said there were three was um, a scene where after they first go to visit Amir's dad, first go to visit Amir's dad the first time, uh, and Rob and Amir are leaning against his Camaro outside, and he has that whole story about 
you know, fuck Seattle. And he's talking about like the earthquake. He's like, every yes. 200 years, there's this earthquake and on, on the coast and we're due for another one. And the people that survive are left waiting. And then five minutes later, they'll look up and they'll see this wave 10 stories high and it's, it covers all of us. And I'm like, yeah, he's talking about literally the end of the world. But to me, that whole thing is just like, again, going back to loss and grief of like how things feel of like, you know, someone leaves you and you're left behind waiting. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, this flood of grief and sadness like or is just going to cover you and how do you how do you come up for air how do you get to well, the surface so like like the, that that scene that that's another one that just hits me right here it's that Absolutely. and it's also um again life is short like anything can happen at any moment and it's Fleeting, every like every 200 years this earthquake happens it'll happen any day so do what you love <laughs> Do what It'll you are stop good any at. Day Do now. what I know exactly. <laughs> There's that, and then I think at the moment I wrote down, "There it is again." Jesus, yep. <laughs> You could have like, closed the movie to that. Uh, yeah. yeah, like uh, Bo Burnham start writing scores for shows, whatever. Um, yeah. but, I mean, he just won an Emmy. He could. <sighs> oh, Bo. Anyway, Three. like anyway. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's flexing on us, but I love mm-hmm. him. But yeah, like there's. There's a lot to this, and I want to watch it again. I I really do. Um, I I, I, think I feel like m- it's one. I, th- this to me is the very definition of a, a like not a one and done viewing. And AJ, I have to agree with you on um, it. Kind of bumping Green Knight out of my number one spot because when you have to have the qualifier of oh, watch this trailer so you understand what's going on before you go into the movie. Because I was like, Jake, before mm-hmm. we go in, I know and like, Green Knight's very they heady. have this it's, like explanation. Yeah. And you know, it's it's almost like going in and watching Shakespeare, but it was more plain language. It's like a genre like, movie that somehow have, is just like extremely deep. You but. have to have some base knowledge of at least Arthurian legend yeah. to to know like where this all fits and then it's so full of symbolism like it's so like yeah, it's there's Dar- so it's the much synthesis of darren where it's subtext <laughs> it's there's a why lot. is the fox talking well yeah. <laughs> because which just reminded me mom, of the fox from antichrist which is a very different movie i, haven't <laughs> I, I told jake like i don't know if i want to watch that one that is one of my favorites of all time um, you probably should not watch jack it jack and his jack and his peanut yeah <laughs> i'm mad okay talking about ideas i'm mad that i didn't think of that scene i was like that's so terrible why didn't i think of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until blood yeah yeah anyway no, okay but, so I yeah. was I, I was shaking my head for a lot of like your pretentious rant that you talked about earlier. It's like you <laughs> dumb <laughs> bastards. <laughs> uh, but honestly, the, the reason was not not because it was a pretentious rant. It was mostly just because I'm sitting here and just listening to you, and it like like because it, it reminded me of like being in English class whenever like your English teacher like passed out like a you know a book review type situation, and like you're like okay, answer this question. What did this page this sentence right. mean? This what page, mean? and then I'm looking at this like I don't know, I have no idea what it means. <laughs> the and then, door like, was and blue then, because they uh, painted it blue. Okay, and then I and then I hear you talking, and it's like okay, you must have been like the perfect English class student or whatever, because like <laughs> you just knew every single like it just blows me away. Like dude, I, honestly, it, it, like, it, it, it only works with film a little for bit. me. I don't know anything about this stuff. Like you're talking about this, all the symbolism, all this other random junk, whatever. Like I don't even know. Like 
How, like, well, why are you guys even well, on our podcast? Like, this is just no. nuts. To me. Well, here's the bigger question: Why am I on our podcast? Because these are my people. These are like when I watch a movie and like I'm uh, completely alone. Because my wife, bless her heart, is trying her best, and she's been making great stride. Where she'll notice, like, oh, that was a cool camera movement, and I just look at her with loving eyes, like, I love you. So, oh, like, good job, you figured it out. No, okay, 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 okay. But here's here's you're, the thing: like, you're speaking the language now. Okay, exactly. Uh, so, so, but Darren and AJ, you two, like, literally put your put, by the powers of combined like your your mm-hmm. your two comments right there like I can tie to a very specific moment where a light bulb went off and I thought oh I want to be a filmmaker because that is that is one of my favorite things about film I don't care if you're talking about National Treasure John Wick Pig West Side Story Mulan it Which I, we I, just I, watched what, the new what, trailer whatever. for that. sorry I was just gonna pick <gasps> random shit so like I it's 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 a group of strangers sitting in a dark room, whether it's a living room or theater, all watching the same thing, but having in- unique individual experiences like nobody like like you're watching the same thing and you're getting a different story because we're all bringing uh, our our assumptions, our life experience, whatever baggage we have that define us as people to that screen. And you're going to see and take something different out of it. And like no one's wrong. Like, okay, I like it. You hate it. Cool. We're both right. You hear this, Darren? You know, it's, we're it's, saying you're not wrong. No, no, no. no, no but, but, but that's the thing is like, you know, like you're like, oh, the, you know, AJ, you're like, this is my people. I'm like, the, they're, they all are because like the, when I hear people say they sit and they watch something and they hate it and I love it. Of course, I'm like, I, well, I wish you liked it like I did. But also, you know, that's 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 not your life experience. That's not you. That's not how you take in stories. And like there's room for fucking all of it. And I love that well, so many people can see one thing. And see so many different multifaceted things and their reactions are unique. That's well, that's part of, I mean, not just film, but art in general. It's that's a, like, it's, I love that. It's part of the reason why Hallmark Channel is so successful, right? It's easily, <laughs> Which I don't get, but you're not wrong. It's easily consumable. And sometimes... Disposable like, entertainment. Well, even even I sometimes want something that's fluff. I want something that I that's not heady. I want something that is familiar. Just that's what that's why we we rewatch yes. stuff that we know instead of new like, stuff because you're like I don't know. I mm, I want yeah. that versus like something that I have to sit and talk about or something that's going to touch my trauma and like freak me out for days <laughs> yeah, like no, her- this, hereditary. This, this or movie, you're right. This movie, like, like I, I told you, like AJ, I want to compare lists. I've got my list of like, and I've mentioned some of them. Five moments, like I. I, I didn't want to cry. I didn't want to feel those feelings, but this, yeah, it, it hit me. It's not yeah, going to hit some other and, people. That's um, part of it, it. it. There's there's room for everything. The world is wide enough <laughs> for... That is how the world works. I keep bringing oh, it back to both. We're just musical people. Yeah. But, no, I, um, I absolutely yeah. agree. And I think yeah. that's that, I mean, that's what I love about, not what about movies. Normal, AJ. Hmm? <laughs> you, you're, never, you're never that nice to me. I've say told nice, you say before. Something, no, say something nice about me right now. Say something nice. Those are some nice. nice trophies you have behind you. Thanks. I like Do you your voice, Darren. Do you have a pothos Darren. back there, there too? Yeah. Do I have a what, sorry? Pothos plant? Oh, God. She's looking at plants now. We- his wife has a green thumb, and yes. so that's, so, yeah. that's his we, thing. We, us plant people know what we're talking about, right? Yeah, it's a pothos yeah, plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pothos. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, moved in, Emily moved in, and she, she's like, can we start getting plants? I'm like, you live here. You can do whatever you that want. There's plants product, everywhere. That was a product <laughs> yeah. of the pandemic. I was like, I have to fill this void with something. Make it plants. And <laughs> I have like 46 way. plants. Yeah. <laughs> There's a plant in our shower, and it tick, It's like it tickles me when, I, when I'm showering, <laughs> and I hate it. It horrifies Is me because I have a horrible... It, I don't know. It's okay. I, I'm sure I can ask her and she'll tell me. But I have this huge phobia of getting snuck up on in the shower. 
just because I, I don't want to die naked. <laughs> but like, it, it just, it actually, you know what the stem of it is? And back in Montana, I don't know how far these commercials went. Back in Montana, there were these anti-meth commercials where, which that's <gasps> not a waste even of once. Money. Not even once. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, you know what? There's lots of people in Montana. I lived Uh-oh. at Great Falls, Montana for a while. Oh, she Great loves Falls, Montana. I you did, fucked up. Um, I did a, a tour. I, I toured with Missoula Children's Theater and I had a week in Great Falls. I've been to Missoula a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, There's yeah, like yeah, four yeah. cities in which oh, she, yeah. she basically yeah. wants us to move Montana. to Missoula. Yeah. Missoula is one of my favorite places. Great Falls was great. Uh, the Sip and Dip. Yeah, the hotel know. with the mermaids. <laughs> Uh, you don't know about I lived, the hotel I didn't, I didn't say mermaids. hotels I live there okay. you had my curiosity so, but now you have my real attention real quick I'm so sorry to like <laughs> no, derail you're what you were saying but the, I think that's right the sip and dip it's a bar in a hotel in Great Falls it sounds like and a strip like, club I know it, it does, does because behind the bar there's this big glass window and it is a window into a pool where mermaids swim did you get to be a mermaid? That no. sounds cool, but knowing the girls that lived in Great Falls, Montana, <laughs> where they of have meth, meth where they the have stopped, the commercials are saying, for the love of God, stop doing meth. <laughs> it's, it's more or less the message because it's who is on the other side of that ad. We're like, hold on. Yeah. All right, try living Maybe life a little open minded. Okay, so you were saying, okay, you had a plant. Yeah. Oh, sorry, commercial and commercial? plant in your shower. Yeah. Where it, they, the whole point was this, it was supposed to scare you. So in the commercial, girl's taking a shower. She turns around and there's like a horrible rundown version of herself like laying down in the shower. I have she's, just, she's like, don't do it. Don't go to that party and take like and try meth. <laughs> and since that day, it's a mostly an irrational fear, but I don't right. want to ever see anyone behind me in the shower like that. And so every now and then I'm taking a shower, I'll feel some tickle in the back of my head, and then I get furious because there's a freaking plant like on the windowsill. <laughs> like, and it's not yourself after taking meth. I feel like like on a particularly like high anxiety night for you, your wife should like hide a Bluetooth speaker in the shower, oh, Jesus, and all damn. of a sudden the, 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 the psycho ideas. theme music comes on, <laughs> yeah. right, as that tickles you. <laughs> I, I oh, can't God. confirm, at least in the last five years, AJ, it mm-hmm. all throughout Montana, by time driving through when I was on tour, they still have billboards that say, meh, not even once. <laughs> and all over <laughs> Indiana, too. So Yeah, yeah. I just want to know who who has the pipe, and then they see the ad, and they're like, you know what? You're right. Then they put it, put not, it down. Not today. <laughs> yeah. or, or even better, like they don't even, like, they're about to take the pipe, and they're like, that billboard, though. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> Tax dollars they well spent. Jesse Pinkman's off to the side, like hit it, bitch. <laughs> Magnets, bitch. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, th- I think we're rearing towards towards the end here. So we, I think so too. This, uh, this little uh, negatives we, are fast. I oh, really yeah. didn't have much. Really, I have one. I have one. <laughs> Go for it. That Edgar guy. Whenever Nick Cage is like, "Hey, where's my pig?" and he's like, "You're erased." Yeah. No one yeah, even the dude knows that let him get hit a few more times. Oh, okay. Um, it's like I don't know. It felt the like that dialogue felt a little cliche to me. Like no one knows who you are. You're wiped off the face of reality. I feel like, like because like maybe he was so big and they let him and he walked well, away and they're like, 
well, fine, if you're going to walk away, fuck you. And I maybe know. I just have that perspective because I didn't know who, who he was yet. And I was just like, why would you like respond to someone <laughs> who is looking for their truffle pig that's, in the restaurant indu- I- I- see, industry? And you're like, is, actually, is, nobody yeah. fucking cares. No, it, it creates, that is it cre- totally not the right way to react to someone looking for their truffle pig. Absolutely. I think, I, no, I, I would never. I you know, you know what's the right way to handle that? You're right. That old, that old lady at that like swap meet thing, she's right. like, she's yes. drunk she's everything like, she was doing. She's like, like, what kind fuckers. of pig? Oh, oh god damn it yeah and she goes to those methods yeah i, I lost okay it here's the thing she, you're not she's the hero i love the story. immediacy of her yeah. performance there but she you guys amazing that uh darren m you, you guys aren't wrong like i i i think that there's probably like I, I like how it builds and sets up the mythos of his character and like i think it's intriguing and i want to know where it goes from there I, I i'm not mad at it but also like in my whole like digging before our podcast apparently um there's an hour they got cut from this movie from its original version. Too. Like they looked yeah. at it and they were like, oh, it's too long. And so they kind of like re-edited and reworked. So hmm. there might have been more development What's of that. What's the director's name? I feel bad. It's I if I, I think it's his first feature, Michael Sarnowski. He has done Sarnowski cut. He has Bring us oh, no. Sarnowski yeah, no, no, cut. Like on IMDb, <laughs> he's got he he did some uh, a couple Cameron, episodes of Friday Night Legacy, that a couple episodes of Olympia, and two shorts, Fight Night Legacy and Love of the Dead. This is his first credited feature. Um, huh. So yeah, I mean, which you know, Good if you're doing him. your first feature, I, I'm I'm sure there was some Damn. re-editing, but. Uh, all this material was in there for a good movie, so I ain't mad at it. Well, but, but also, your guys' criticism is fair. I, I, I can't. I might also hate it because I can't stand when people are a dick to someone for no <laughs> yeah, reason. Just don't be a you bag know, of dicks to like, each other. It's and, easy. And I honestly, okay, so you know Paul Blart Mall Cop? You know that <laughs> yeah, movie? Where is this going? I started I'm, I'm to familiar. watch that. I don't want to do a podcast to, with you anymore. What are you no, doing? Listen, I started to watch it and had to stop because everybody was such a dick to him. Like it made me <laughs> Kevin feel James bad. can take it. No, but like he's just a dude trying to live his mall cop life, and On his everybody. Segue. Is terrible to him. I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. These people are assholes. So I, that might be the reason why I, I can't I believe you brought part. up Paul yeah. Blart Mall Cop while we're, talk, like, while we're talking about pigs. This is great. It to, like, Emily, yeah, I feel like it's yes. I feel like it's like a look into your mind too. Like something just very happened in your childhood or something that really made that really awful to see again. <laughs> Atta girl. Atta girl. Why are you being mean? Stop being mean to people. Just being nice. I, I remember when I was a kid. I used to get like. Like this is before we used words like anxiety or you know yeah. like any, any, any kind of mental health thing because we didn't talk about that when we were children. Uh, the oh, yeah. uh, I remember like when I would watch He Man like the old old school cartoons. <laughs> Anytime uh, I, I'm I was a casual He Man fan. His cat. You got the lightning Jake's and you just got a little bit older cat. than our when he was always scared before he turned into this fierce yeah, person. I was, I was like, but yeah. he doesn't want to. And I remember like feeling bad and turning it off. And my mom's like, what's wrong? I'm like, the cat's upset. And like so, like I, I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. I uh, like. Don't don't be a bag of dicks to each other. <laughs> There's the quote we're gonna pull for right. the episode. The quote. Yep. Uh, did uh, Heath? Did you have any negative? So the one thing I had, like, I'm definitely understand the whole. It's more the journey than its destination. The the ending to me though, like, felt made it feel very inconsequential to me. Like, I I wanted to have a happy ending. I kind of wanted like the the I can mm-hmm. have be a downer. I'm okay with the movie being a downer, but that movie was such a, a big downer. I wanted him to see like him fulfilling his love more like him saying he's going to return to being a chef or something but uh, he's i think that would contradict his journey though he's happy out there in the woods i, or, I kind of I, yes or no though is that really true i feel yeah. like he's only look, happy because hmm, he's yeah, forcing himself pretty to be sad happy. to me well he's i think ha- 
Oh, good. Well, good. no, like I'm going to split the difference between you guys. Like I, I'm trying to, I really actually think in a way you're both right. Like I, for me, just for me, uh, him, like I, again, I want to do our list, AJ, of what made you break. But uh, mm-hmm. like the when he sits down on the bed and finally plays that tape, mm-hmm. you know, that his wife left him with that song that he couldn't listen to earlier because it was too hard. Yeah. And I think like that's all that he has left now is because it's a recorded memory because he sits down, he looks the bed that the pig used to sleep in. It's not there. And then he's listening to this and looks up. And I think I think that's sort of like the start of the, the movie that we don't see. The where start where he, he of has the to, next he chapter. Has to, sure. He has to learn how to be like alone and himself because he doesn't have cooking. He doesn't have the his wife. He doesn't have the pig. So it's like literally like the scariest thing is like being left alone with your thoughts in a quiet room well, sometimes if you 100%. were struggling. And so like and I, th- I think that's about like the start of that journey, which is not what the movie's about. It's about the setup for that kind of. I so think, um, I guess that, I'm just, like I said, splitting the difference no, between you. Sorry, to go jump, ahead. To jump off of that diving board, um, I I would say- Make sure there's like, water. Hopefully there's water there. So guys, <laughs> if there's not water, I'm just going to break my neck like now. But um, anyway, um, we could see like a little bit of a moment of hope at the end, even though mm-hmm. he's been through mm. the shit like, this whole movie, he's been giving people advice about like follow your passion. Life is short. Like mm-hmm. I and like one of the last things we see him do is make this beautiful meal and confess to someone. I remember every meal that I've ever made and the people that ate it. And like I feel like that this journey that he's on brings him back to his art and to his passion. And we can assume or we can hope that he starts to make a return even if it's just for himself even like i mean i guess he is cooking for himself because he has his rustic well and but and he was cooking for his pig too yeah yeah um so we're in chapter three a bird a (laughs) bottle and a salted baguette and i i think (laughs) i think i i think chapter four is like um like emerging, like he yeah. he's coming back. Like that's a, definitely a, a or a palate cleanser before dessert. Or that's you definitely hope a, it's a perspective thing because I honestly got the opposite. Maybe it's because I was latching onto that whole hedgehog thing that I kind of felt like yeah. I was okay. hurt okay. so bad that I'm hurt so bad. I'm now going to isolate myself completely. And everything you talked about up through the entire movie of living your dream, living in the now, he was going to forsake that because I've been hurt too many times. This is how I read it. So maybe it's okay. a perspective thing, like a personal mm-hmm. thing. No, that's 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 a good. Re- I yeah, it's fair. I I, I, it's I, fair. I have no counterpoint to that. I think I think I think that's a valid reading too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would I would disagree. I mean, I, I that is your opinion. I would disagree just because it's he managed to sit through the the tape this time. At the beginning of the movie, yeah. he couldn't get through the tape, and that's why he's living his life. But now mm-hmm. something about him that's has changed point. that allowed yeah. him to get through it. So something is is different. Okay, I like so, that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only thing I would say in, in a counter of that, but. Uh, Darren, any any negatives? It was great. I loved every second. Yay! That's my favorite. That was my okay. answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Jacob, you said you wanted to go over the bits that, that made us break. Uh, I yeah. think the ones yeah. we, we've we gone over so far, uh, the one uh, one scene that really uh, hit me was the 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 scene in the bakery, uh, his former restaurant. The his Nick Cage's performance in it, when he's just so, like, in himself like like inside wait you're talking about the bakery where he goes to get the salted baguette from the girl yes yes his his wife yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. his former restaurant his restaurant yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay and uh when he when he like oh do you have like the baguette she's like yeah he's like can can you grab one like when she got up to get one i just i felt like it was such 
Uh, it was one of the first times he saw like a super sincere, vulnerable uh, Nick Cage. There was that part. And then also just a little thing like the camera slowly pulling. I in. know. And I was um, watching the edges to see. Me too. I, at first I, I was like, is this a slow push? Like, like this little digital it? push? That, but, it touched well, it. It touched it. <laughs> and the moment at the end of that scene, like, I don't know if you were going to bring that up, but like when he goes to the door and he's like, the curtains are different. And he, and he says mm-hmm. that uh, his she says his wife, I forget her name, like always wanted him that way. And he goes, it's yeah. better like this. Like that that little like acceptance of. Yes. I don't know. I thought that was a beautiful moment. I agree with you. That scene's yeah. great. That and there was another part that I can't recall what the issue was, but it was the part where he apologizes to, uh, I think, Alex Wolf's character. It just happens real fast, like real off the cuff. I forgot. He bring, Alex Wolf brings up some kind of issue to him. He's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that or be cool. And I think it's at the restaurant. And he says something of like, a, you know, can you just be cool? And Nick Cage goes, I'm sorry. And I'm oh, like, yeah. whoa, like as a character thing, I was just like, you don't expect the the dude who has, thing, you, you know, the tough guy. Profile, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. let me talk. He's like, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Like yeah. that to me, like it was just, it was moments like that where it was just moments of vulnerability from our tough guy character that I absolutely adored. That really mm-hmm. hit me. What were your, uh, some of your moments? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that my we my five were uh, the, the, the later in that scene that you just mentioned, the, the restaurant scene with Derek, the, the whole, none of this is real. Yeah. None of it matters. Like we don't get a lot of things to really care about that, that, that whole, I don't know, like Maybe it's a personal thing, but like that just like really emotionally hit me. Like I kind of related to that. So uh, that that made me tear up quite a bit. Uh, the bit after they see uh, his dad, Adam Arkin, for the first time when they're leaning against the Corvette, that whole scene. Uh, I think it's after the whole earthquake flood thing. And he says, I don't need the I, I don't need the pig to find the truffles. He goes, what? He's like the trees help you find them. Then what are we doing here? He goes, I love her. Just, just that little, yeah. just, just that, that, that raw, honest of like this whole thing is like it's not about a need. It's that's my like I, I that's my pig. I love her. Like that, that killed me. Um, the the whole obvious dinner scene of the dad recognizing yeah. the taste yeah. leading up yeah. to when he confesses that the pig is dead and Nicholas Cage's break. Like I, I like ugly cried like a kid with a skin knee at that point. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, we talked about it earlier the scene in the. Uh, the roadside diner where they're having brownies and coffee and his whole like if I hadn't gone looking for her then she'd still be alive in my head and then when Amir's like but she wouldn't be like that that hit me and then him listening to the tape at the end which mm-hmm. so I mean we kind of yeah. covered it but it's like there are five specific moments where and each one was like removed just enough that I had just kind of like okay tears are gone I'm okay and then another one hit and I'm like shit here we go again as opposed <laughs> to being like the only ones that were like a back to back were the, the dinner scene and then he finds out that the pig's dead which I'm counting those together otherwise you could say six times but it's like yeah. it, again like emotionally just I just think this movie cry. yeah <laughs> I, I was like oh, okay I was not prepared for that but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I thoroughly, yeah, I final thoughts here, guys. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Sincerely, this is one of yeah. those movies that very maybe a couple times a year there's a movie that stands out, and I know it's going to be in my conversations of like best of blank of whatever thing. Yeah, uh, this this movie was really really freaking good. I can't the second what whoever announces like a 4K whatever edition, I'm buying the crap out of it because yeah, I, I thoroughly, like I said, I thoroughly pre-ordered it. the Blu-ray. But yeah, I uh, um no, I'm I'm. I love talking about this with you guys. I'm yes. glad that uh, I was like, what if they hate it? And that's okay if they do. <laughs> but like, like, no, I feel like this is a good discussion. You know, like I, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I agree with you. This is uh, yeah, you're welcome. This, this one feels pretty special on the list of <laughs> See, this there, year's there, films. We need yeah. you. We were supposed to butt heads. No one wants to hear. The listener doesn't want to hear us talking about. I respectfully agree, disagree with your opinion. AJ, say you're something wrong. Nice, say something else nice about me. Say something else nice about me. Uh, I really like your other trophy that's behind you because you have multiple. Oh, uh, that's actually uh, a first place uh, MVP. It was what was it? It was an MVP T ball one year actually. P- pitcher, <laughs> nice pitcher. <laughs> MVP T ball pitcher. Is, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So you know you're real good at doing sport things. You're but good. I, at, I you're really good at putting. You put an object where the object's supposed to go. You're super good at that. Yeah, sports say? ball. I find mm-hmm. this very interesting because it's like literally a filmmaker and then the viewer. So whenever you make films, you got to compete with the viewers that are seeing it. Like not everyone's going to yeah. have the insight that you have. They're going to see yeah. it just a very sub sub level, you know, just the surface, and you get that point of view, which is really interesting to me. Absolutely. Well, talking, about, yeah. me? Oh, talking yeah. about you or AJ? Well, both. Or I, think, I think honestly, Sarnowski? honestly, yeah. me and you, Darren, are kind of on that side. I think we're uh, just the, we're the normal viewers. <laughs> well, yeah, because I bring we're in this perspective that I'm sure, oh. like Jake, you didn't. Well, maybe hmm. you did because you, I've made you listen to Hades Town. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, Eurydice and right. Greek tragedy, and there's this like connection there. Well, I'm I, like, I knew I, did, I, I had to, to kind of like look up and connect the story because you and I talked about like you said in our podcast. But like we, uh, like I recognized that because you had shown me Hades Town. I was like, oh wait, wait, hang on, that's a thing. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So it, it is fun because. That's what makes art great is that it is subjective in that you bring your whole life experience with you whenever you experience it. So every one of us is going to have a different experience watching a movie. I know Absolutely. I've said perspective and experience oh, like over and over again. Part, but that's no, part of the like magic the, of cinema. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's it's part of being human, and I love it. Absolutely. So that is going to wrap this episode up. So feels like the first time. Thank you so much for joining us. Yay! Thanks Thank for you so having much for having us. us. We this had was a blast. blast and a half. We had a ton of fun. Uh, where can the people find you? Uh, uh-huh. Just search feels like the first time. Yeah, like on the, the our Twitter is short, but yeah, everything's at everything We're is not at the song, but we are the podcast. Yeah, so. everything I think is at feels like the first time podcast, except for our Twitter because of character numbers. But uh, yeah, our but, yeah, yeah, Spotify, Google, the exact however same. you get however you get shit put in your ears. Uh, yeah, we're there. Don't so. put shit in your ears. It's bad for you. Yeah, yeah. But, don't put that um, in your ears. I, don't jump off pools into empty. Which also sounds like an emo song. Maybe. We do have a link tree um, on on our, on all our socials, so you yep. can yeah, find. That'll it. be Just in the description of this. Yay. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I am a big fan. I'm very happy that this that our relationship between our shows has turned out the way it did because I still remember. Like I, I went through, and I, as I've said before, I send a lot of shows. Uh, a fairly generic message of, hi, I'm AJ. What is your show? Send me a, mm-hmm. a, 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 like an episode. I sent that to you guys. And then I checked out your channel and I'm like, oh, you or your uh, feed. And I'm like, oh, they only have one episode. I'm like, but it's yeah, You did that like right after we started too. Yeah. Nice. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, that I had we're, no idea, but I'm like, oh, these guys do podcast. Jaws. That's <laughs> always going to be a, okay. I'll always check. I will hundred percent. There are certain movies. I will always listen to your show for if it's Jaws, if it's uh if it's Mean Girls, if it's uh, any, basically any mean of my girls. top 10, RoboCop, any of those movies, I will 100% yes. listen to well, their show. No, I, I, okay. Emily doesn't, I have a Google Docs of like, she knows some of them, but not a lot of them. Uh, RoboCop is on the list because she has to yeah. see it. So you can get excited about that. that, that <laughs> that's at some point uh, coming. Paul Verhoeven. You got to check it out. Oh, you got to check it out. We did Basic Instinct, but uh, so this will be, oh, and you've seen Starship Troopers, so that would be your third that Verhoeven. That was such nice. a weird movie, but I liked I it. I love Starship Troopers so much. So weird. 
Yeah, no, so she. Many I, I think. I think uh, when we were recording the game earlier, she made some comment about Rico R I C O, and I go, Rico's Roughnecks, uh, and she's like, yeah. what? I'm like, never mind. You saw the movie. I'm I'm referring to printers, so like. <laughs> Weird last story I'll tell. My grandpa showed me Starship Troopers one night, and I'm like, this is not (laughs) probably great. I was young too. I was. It was. I think it was like oh three oh four because that was I spent like the time there. So I uh, I was like ten or twelve years old, and uh, he was like he started it and a lot of nudity. (laughs) Yeah, he he started it, and then he's like, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm like, all right. And then like the shower scene start and stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's like there's so many naked people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, this is pretty great. Something about this movie. I think think when because this is I showed that to her before we started the podcast. There's so many movies. I'm like, fuck. I wish I would have saved. I know because I I saw mm -hmm. Jurassic Park for the first time last Last year. year. I think. Oh my god. Too like speaking. Ridiculous. I, I think uh, I, I have a lot of horror you haven't seen that'll happen in October. We're doing only horror episodes, but you, nice. made, you made the comment. Oh, that's going to be think, so much fun. I think in Starship Troopers, when it got to the shower scene, you're like, does this movie just make everyone cry and bisexual? How do I, I handle this? I love that movie. I don't know how to be. Uh, 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 this is how <laughs> I got like Robocop. Yes. yes. I'd buy that for a dollar. Heck yes! That's what, he's literally he's my main in MK11 because I I had to make him my main in MK11. Yes, oh, I'm Melina. Yeah. I want to fight you now. <gasps> do you play oh. online? I, I I can I do. He too uh, can too. You too. Do I you got, have it on PlayStation? I got death threats one time from beating a dude. Oh my god! Oh, let's go. Against me. And I was and I teabagged and then fatality. <laughs> I'll, I'll mercy somebody and then brother. beat him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna wrap this episode up, everybody. Send us an email, genregeekscast at gmail.com. Follow us on all the social media stuff at genregeeks, Twitter, genregeekscast. Let us know what you want us to rant about, and stay tuned for our. We're, I think the next thing we're gonna be covering is the Halloween series with uh, Matt from yeah. the Matt and Mark Movie yeah. Show. Yeah. Nice. So definitely check that out and uh, stay tuned for our screen coverage eventually. <laughs> so yeah until next time everybody bye 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 bye